7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. And I'm still chewing a mouthful of food. This is this is ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Um... And we're having a free-for-all tonight, everybody. Let me just uh, bring Joe in early. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi, buddy. Hi. I'm early and late. All on the same night. Almost done swallowing. I'm almost done. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I was worried. There we go. Over. Okay. Like there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. It was the last bite of a All chicken right. gyro. I thought I had time, but no, apparently I had to chew my food a little bit better than that. And, of course, uh, yeah, welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, yes, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, I was in a bit of a panic today because Trent, um, Kurt, Curtis's uh, partner on the Lunatic Parade, messaged me and said, by the way, Indie Media Weekly says the suspense been accounted. Uh, 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 account has been suspended. Account has been suspended. And its suspense has been accounted. Um, but the susp- yeah, the account had been Is suspended. That sandwich that you just swallowed. <laughs> Seriously. But enough about your day job, Kenny. So anyway, so the the uh, <laughs> the account was suspended early this afternoon, and I don't own the website. Uh, Kim still owns the website. So I, I messaged her and asked if anything you know was going on, if I could do anything to help. Next thing I know, Adam says oh it's working fine for me so it came back it came back um and uh and i checked uh, her website the pibblemart.com one and that was down too so it was obviously something happened to her entire account to where it was down she hasn't messaged me back so i don't know what's going on but kim if you're listening hi thank you if you took care of it we appreciate it uh, but yeah, so, and Rain is on vacation this week. Joe was out on Tuesday. Welcome back to you, Joe. And of course, joining me once again on, on the program, the entire crew from Mike Check Radio is with us right now, starting with Mr. Adam Hebert out of, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. Welcome, sir. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Miles, Michelle, Joe, and you are all here. Is this an intervention? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Pretty much. Sure. Um, and <clears throat> now I'll do that on your show, not mine. So, <laughs> I'll waste the time over there. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. I was wondering who it would be for. Well, me. For Adam. No, no, I thought it me. might be me. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Um, but anyway, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> 
let's make sure make sure your suspense is accounted for uh, real quick. But uh, and the dynamic duo, the dream team out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Miles Lagon, the Galaxy Master. Hello, Mister Laser Swords. Oh, hello. And <clears throat> excuse me, Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM. Welcome to you as well. Hi. So thank you guys all for joining us tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun uh, because I was mostly on staycation this week and then went into work and did four days worth of work. <laughs> I finished it all, too. I finished it all. Um, I thought you were supposed to be off today, too. That's why I was asking if you were enjoying No, I was off staycation. Tuesday through Thursday. I was off Tuesday through Thursday. That was all my boss would allow okay. me to take, and I still have about 80 hours of vacation time. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Um, but, um, yeah, so then in a month I'll start getting yelled at because I haven't taken more time. That's, that's what'll happen. <laughs> oh, God. And I'll be like, you put the, so anyway, enough of that I'm nonsense. sorry, boss, some idiot wouldn't let me take more of it earlier. Uh, yeah, really. So, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Um, and, uh, farewell to my good friend Brian at work. He's going back to Texas to, uh. Uh, one of our divisions out there to uh, do his job there. So he's taking his wife and kid out there. Uh, we had some very pleasant conversations at work, and uh, he'll be missed. But uh, today was his last day. And he was like, you want to go out for a drink afterwards? And I was like, yeah, I have this little obligation called Turn Up the Night. Live every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Website or not. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, so, all right, so, so I thought of this, and I thought that this would be fun to talk about. I, I started thinking about, well, what if I just ask people questions tonight, go around the table, and the chat might be interested in this as well, um, and, and you know, ask some questions and find out what are a few of your favorite things. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't use the actual song. We might get flagged. Um... I you know that like that stopped me before from from what I think is fair use. I don't know. It's very nebulous that fair use thing. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody tonight at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern is the debut of uh, Kurt Trent and Cruz new podcast with uh, eight episodes in the can. I think. Um, and it is called uh, The Lunatic Parade, where they cover a wide variety of uh, kind of nerdy topics, and they delve, they end up delving into some real-world stuff from time to time. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. 10.15 Eastern tonight. I'll make sure it goes off without a hitch. I think I got the playlist set up right. If I know my military time, should have consulted Adam for that one. Uh, I could take a look at it later. 22.15. Yes, that is nine. That is ten fifteen. Not Eastern. nine. What? <laughs> um, and then of course uh, that would be nineteen hundred hours tomorrow, Eastern Standard. So seven p.m. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, um, so that that's all set up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, one other business, uh, uh, a little order of housekeeping. Heather, your package is on the way. And there's something very special in it. <laughs> wow. I found something for her. 
that is so monumentally stupid and awful. <laughs> but there's some great stuff in there too. But I found you this one like ultimate gag gift that I would if you if you have a chance to re-gift it, you should. Uh, especially around Christmas, I'll just say that. <laughs> Can't wait. She's gonna call in. She's gonna she's gonna rag on me hard for sending this thing to her. So anyway, uh, but yeah, there's some. But there is some good stuff. There's some useful stuff. There's some weird stuff. There's some stuff. Stuff. Zuna? Stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, and, and junk, <laughs> also junk. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get to this um, and find out what a, a, about a few of your favorite things. Now, this I started asking Susan in the card. I just have a, a list of things in my brain. I think this is going to be great because we've done shows like this in the past, like when we talk about Halloween candy and Saturday morning cartoons and toys and stuff like that. So I started racking my brain to come up with other things in that vein that that would transcend, like you know, the, our, our age differences. Um, and uh, I thought we could go this route and what i want to know is whether you were allowed to have it or not or whether your parents bought it for you or not what was the breakfast cereal of your desire as a child because i'll tell you what we didn't have a lot of sugary cereal in my house but i knew what sugary cereal i wanted and when when i could beg plead kick and scream to get it I would. And there were like two. There were like two. So um, I'll say mine, and then you guys, I'll, I'll let you guys go. But it was Fruity Pebbles and Cookie Crisp. Ah. Those, that was, so Michelle, what about you? Because uh, I think your family might have been a little the same as mine and not is not having a lot of junk food around. Is that true? Yeah, Mom didn't like us to have, I mean, shredded wheat was what we had in the house most of the time for breakfast yeah. cereals. Little bells of hay. Just like eating straw. Yeah. But um, my favorite one was Count Chocula. That's a good one. That's a good one. What about you, Joe? Was there, because, you, you know, when you were growing up, that's when cereal, they started getting real uh, experimental with the different cereals. When I was growing up, first of all, it didn't come in boxes. We had to go out in the field and make it. <laughs> <laughs> The only cereal we uh, had back in my day were killers. No. <laughs> back in my day, we used to go out barefoot. Back in, the field, in my day. <laughs> get the corn, make corn flakes, and then milk the cows to get the milk. Yes, but did you didn't. That's not a hundred percent true. Kellogg for its originally intended purpose. No. You you had it. Well, uh, well, I know hot I, hot I, cereal I, was definitely big when you were a kid, and so were Wheaties and things like that. And they started getting oh, a little. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, when I was in the 50s, we never, I never, our house never had real c cereal, like any cereal for breakfast. Mm -hmm. It was always they like cooked. eggs. Yeah. Or, you know, toast or something like that. Not a big breakfast family, you know, still not a big bre breakfast fan. Well, was there was was there ever like just a breakfast treat, even if it was homemade or anything? Was there something you, if if it was there, you go flying down the stairs and try and gobble up as much as you could? Well, let me put it this way: on Sunday, now this uh -huh. was only on Sunday, not every day. Like I said, it was mostly toast and things like that. But on Sunday, actually Saturday night, my aunt would start making the sauce 
for Sunday's mm-hmm. macaroni. So she would fry meatballs and pork chops for breakfast. Oh, that's exciting. That was my favorite, favorite thing was Sunday morning, piles of pork chops and fried meatballs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Wow. How did you grow up without becoming as big as a house, man? Well, yeah, my father's a slender. You're a slender guy. Thin. You know what I mean? They're always mm-hmm. thin. Now my mother's side were heavy, but uh, it's uh, it's all uh, DNA, you know. <laughs> so I guess you know, so. I mean, but uh, no, they're the the my mother's side suffered for it. My father's side were lucky; they were all thin and athletic. Yeah. So what the hell? Pork chops and fried meatballs Sunday morning, best breakfast ever. Chops and balls, get them while they're hot. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> she used to really fry them until they were almost burnt, so they were really crisp. Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, For burnt, uh, well, crispy pork fat, not 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 a bad thing. Um, no. I don't really eat pork anymore though, but uh, but I got to ask you though, just just to see if we can keep you in the cereal wheelhouse. If you were going to have a bowl of cereal today, what would it be? Oh, today? Yeah. Uh, just cornflakes. All okay. brand, something like All that. All brand. There you go. All right, Miles Lagan. What about you, man? Was there? What was your family household like with with cereals and, and such? We didn't really go for the crazy sugar ones, um, mm-hmm. but Honey Nut Cheerios oh, was yeah. my go-to. Um, I mean, I'd come home from school and grab yeah. not just a bowl, but like a Tupperware. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with a with a soup and, spoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, a spoon, <laughs> and uh, I would I I would just put just enough milk, you know, just uh-huh. and you know, I, and oh, I, yeah. I wasn't that big a fan of the, the 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 bowl of milk with the stuff floating in it. No, oh. I wanted. Yeah, I just you yeah. were a man. You're a man. Yes, you're a man after my own heart because I am a I'm a cereal moistener as well. I don't want to slurp down a big bowl of milk when I'm done. You know, I, I had it down to a science too. I'm like, you know, stir it up a little bit. I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> you know, and if I and if I wound up with milk at the bottom, I would top it off with a few few more a certain little bit uh, more cereal. It, I did that too. <laughs> I still do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't had cereal since. Oh my god, did we ever have a bowl of cereal in this house, hon? Yeah, we got uh, my my favorite right now is the chocolate special K. Oh, yeah. oh, and the strawberry special. Yes, cake. yes, yes. Those are my two favorites. Mm, nice. So, uh, all right. So, uh, Mr. Hebert, I know you. You there had to be there had to be a favorite cereal. You were an '80s kid, so you know yep. you're little, little, little in the '80s. Yeah, I, I was a little anchor. Uh I was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Kenny. Yeah. Where, where do you land on the other chocolatey flagship cereals with Count Chocula or Cocoa Pebbles? I think about the side with Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah. I do like Cocoa yeah. Pebbles quite a bit. The Pebbles, I don't know. There's something about it. It was a nice crisp cereal, but it didn't shred my mouth like Captain Crunch because I think they literally put fiberglass in Captain Crunch. <laughs> Not sure. My problem with Pebbles is they got... They got- mushy real quick 
Yeah, you got to eat them pretty quick. But then again, yeah. if you're like Miles and myself, you just moisten that cereal. <laughs> yeah. Get a you get a well, spritz get a spritzer full of milk. Just spray plus, it down. <laughs> Miles eats like he's a, um, a, a a a shovel loader. You know, it's, yeah, <laughs> he eats so fast it's not even funny. Sure, so sure. I can play computer games. Yeah, I, I hear you there. But yeah, this is how you put cereal or milk on cereal. Right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, did I get everybody's cereal there? So I think okay. So we we went with uh, yeah. I got everybody's cereal. All right. So this one might dry. be. I like it. Like to eat it by the handful. Oh, okay, so, that's fun. Yep. So, and the little marshmallows are pretty fun in Count Chocolate. Now, is there? But but now, Honey Nut Cheerios is something I'll have in the house as of this day. That's something I'll have. But I have to. It, it, it's a off chance we have skim milk. That's the only kind of milk I can handle anymore um, because I I get very phlegmy from dairy. Um, I don't know if it's lactose intolerance or just that's what dairy does. Uh, but uh, typically we'll have like uh, I like having coconut milk, like the not coconut milk milk out of a can, but the stuff they sell in the dairy case now. Um, and I usually like to have that sweetened as well, but vanilla sweetened and that's delicious over honey nut Cheerios, but you know, and then we've got in the chat room, uh, Heather says, I like cornflakes, cinnamon toast, crunch, or oatmeal, French toast, uh, or oatmeal or French toast, French toast, crunch, or, or just, oh, I think she's saying oatmeal or French toast, like a hot meal there for breakfast. I'm a big oatmeal fan, a big, um, big French toast fan. Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch, I had a bad morning with that one, uh, about 10 years ago, and I can never eat it again. <laughs> um, oh, the friend. I was sick, and I tried to eat it, and then I, I got in the shower. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Glad I was in the shower, because it all uh, came out my front loader. So, my, it's a good <laughs> thing you didn't have your, uh, your uh, garbage disposal there. Yeah, because I, th- I threw up. Or maybe it would have been a good thing. I threw it up in the shower, and then I had to clean it out of the shower because it, you know, it wasn't going down the drain. <laughs> oh dear! No, the, so, the chunks get get caught. Yeah, so that was bad. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, yeah. Cinnamon uh, cat says cinnamon life is her go-to. Um, and uh, and de- that I like corn <clears throat> checks. Oh, and Dad says there weren't that many sugary cereals when I was younger. Uh, I know he liked Wheaties, though, I, even as he was in his 20s and stuff, um, uh, and 30s. Uh, he says when I, uh, he said we lusted after the cereals with toys inside. Well, probably the mail-away stuff, too. So. Um, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Dakota rings and. If you didn't swallow them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and cats goes with vanilla soy milk as well. Uh, yeah, soy milk. I I don't I don't like soy milk as much. I like the coconut milk or cashew milk. Something about I those. have al- I have almond milk all the time. Vanilla yeah. almond. And KT Kaser says so. Now is the pecan crunch something post cereal? That's what one of hers is. And uh, so anyway, all right, let's go. We got the next one here. All right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask, what was your favorite soda as a child? Mine, I, I it's kind of a tie between the two because I really loved Seven Up, and I really loved Squirt, both citrusy sodas. 
So those were big ones. And a special, special treat was making a 7-Up float with vanilla ice cream. That was delicious. Still is. I've had them in recent years. Uh, but uh, what about you, Adam? We'll start with you since we ended last. Favorite soda as a child? Well, when, when I was a child, the only soda in the house was Pepsi. Well, okay. Let let me so. let me let me rephrase it. Maybe a, a, a sugary drink, like Capri Sun, Sunny D, along those lines. Anything like that. Uh, I loved fruit punch Kool Aid. Does that count? Absolutely does. Fruit punch, yeah. Fruit punch is probably my favorite Kool Aid. I liked grape quite a bit as a child as well. So, uh, what about you, uh, Michelle? Oh, I, uh, I, I love it still to this day. Um, Dr. Pepper. That was I'm a, a pepper. That was Susan's. She mentioned that. Uh, oh, Kat says she has squirt in the fridge right now. Let him out. <laughs> let, that, <laughs> let that squirt up. Um, let that squirt out. Uh, President Frosty Root Beer. Um, yeah, the, we, the, I, we actually buy that every once in a while. Trojan Rabbit says Pepsi, Pepsi, Pepsi. Dad, RC. I loved RC as a kid, too. But but I I, I liked cola, but I really liked citrus pop as a kid. Uh, what about you, uh, Joe? Well, it was between Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. And um, birch beer. Okay. Canada Dry Draft Birch. We had some birch beer recently. I don't know who made it, but yeah, Canada Dry, unless it's very very regional, I don't think makes it anymore. I'm not sure. No, we have, we, but we do have regional. Right mm-hmm. now, we have regional uh, brewers, I guess you call them, that yeah. make birch beer. Yeah. And uh, oh, Theo says, I loved Orange Crush, Dad's Old Fashioned Root Beer. And he says, this day, he says, now he's a fan of Dodge City Root Beer. Um, their sarsaparilla is quite nice as well, he says. And um, and oh yeah, and Yuhu had a resurgence in the '80s. So me and my friends started going bonkers over Yuhu. Um, oh yeah, for a while there. So all right, Miles, how about you? Grape soda. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, grape Crush. Grape knee high uh, uh, it just I mean just because it's you know it was the uh, generic brand it's the Publix two liter bottle of oh, okay soda. my mom you know I just grabbed that put it throw it some, on some ice and you know oh yeah down with it we had generic so yeah we had the generic uh, uh, lemon lime soda uh, I from... mean I'll drink crush um mm-hmm. you know and other stuff but yeah <sighs> yeah and uh, Kat says, I liked old Cotton Club sodas uh, from when she moved to Cleveland. 7-Up Gold, I don't, yeah, oh man, I vaguely remember that. And the various flavors of Slice and then New York Seltzers. New York Seltzers were fun. I really liked those. So they used to come in those little glass baby bottles. Not ba- not baby bottles, but little squat, smaller bottles. Um, so yeah, yeah. Did I give her, get everybody's favorite? I think I got everybody's favorite. All right, this one might be now. If you never the, the next one, if you never ate these, um, and you want to substitute with any other kind of pastry or something like that, you can. But favorite pop tart flavor, mine has to be the white frosted strawberry. It was close though because I really do like the cinnamon brown sugar. Michelle, ever a fan of uh, um, pop tarts? 
Now, we weren't allowed to have Pop-Tarts very often, mm -hmm. but whenever we did, it was the chocolate Pop-Tarts. Ooh, yeah. And you see, I had a little bit of a trick. We got the chocolate Pop-Tarts, and my uh, parents owned a store up north. It was a cheese a cheese store, but we yeah, also yeah. had a, a uh, peanut butter grinder. So we would put peanuts in it, and it would grind fresh peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So I would take the peanut butter, I would break the Pop-Tart in half, put a thin layer of peanut butter on them, squeeze it together, and eat that. Nice. <laughs> Michelle has some of the weirdest... I diet. have very weird food. Taste. That's oh not weird. God. That's chocolate and peanut no. butter. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Tell them about oh, the, uh, the that, pepperoni. Uh, actually, today. actually, hold on, hold on one second because that's actually something I was gonna ask later. Is what something you've been judged for eating? <laughs> yeah. Now we'll, do it, everybody. We'll, everybody will judge me on this. Yeah, we'll do it after the break because I've been judged on several things that I like, and I'll, I'll give I'll give at least a couple. But uh, um, and now, uh, what about you, Miles? Ever a uh, fan of the Pop Tart? Um, I would prefer strawberry and then maybe cherry. Yeah, cherry one's pretty yeah. good too. Yeah, I do like that. There's something about the strawberry. It's just got a nice. There's yeah. just something that pops in that flavor. Uh, the the frosting, the frosting strawberry. Yeah, that's yeah. Dad says blueberry because we did have those from time to time, and yeah, they were pretty damn good. By the way, you got to be careful with those blueberry ones because there's something slightly different about the filling in those, and it becomes like lava hot. <laughs> it's like somebody put tar in this <laughs> um and uh trojan rabbit brown sugar cinnamon cat i think agrees cinnamon brown sugar pop tarts ftw great quick energy at track meets there you go um joe is a is a is a, is a pop tart ever passed your lips well i can't say it has maybe one yeah but no pop tarts weren't really popular when i was young yeah, uh, they're not really popular with me now. Plus, I'm diabetic, you know, so all of True. this is not very good. Well, um, how about for, what, we? How about we just go with a breakfast pastry? A breakfast pastry. Um, if there was going to be a breakfast pastry, which there were rarely, it would be a local pastry. I don't know if they have them in Ohio. Tasty cakes. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, we just got I, them here probably about 15 years ago. Okay, well, Tasty Cakes were a local thing. Um, I think they've finally spread to some, some other states, but Tasty mm -hmm. Cakes. But back then, Tasty Cake cupcakes, chocolate cupcakes, came in a wax paper wrapper with three big cupcakes. Now they come oh, wow. very stingy. Two. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> them are the uh, Tasty Cake Tandy Takes, the peanut butter Tandy Takes. Ah. That would be... That would be a chocolate-covered cookie with a like a uh, soft cake-type filling topped with peanut butter covered in chocolate. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, oh, and you know, there was another thing that uh, I, I've been jonesing for one of these for a while, and I don't think they exist anymore, but in the 80s and uh, probably into the early 90s, Hostess made this angel food cake, like a little brick of angel food cake, with this mm -hmm. pink icing on it. Oh my god, mm -hmm. that sucker was good. So, mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, and uh, Dad's asking yeah, me if I. Cakes. Oh, go ahead. Tasty Cakes was a was a Philadelphia uh, thing, and uh, mm-hmm. so in northeastern Pennsylvania, we had them all the time. Growing up, we always had Tasty Cakes around. Well, so, you know, uh, I, I say that uh, I've been able to get them for about fifteen years, and I guess that's closer to twenty years because. I only started seeing them when we moved to Cleveland. I don't remember seeing them in, in you know, further south in the Youngstown area. Yeah, I don't know how far. Like, when I would visit my uncle and his husband, and we'd go to Cape Cod, mm-hmm. uh, we always would pack a case of Tasty Cakes. Oh, wow. Because they couldn't get them up there for a while. Contraband. Then they start. Well, yeah, contraband. <laughs> we take them across <laughs> state lines. But um, after that, uh they got a, a couple uh, chain stores up in Cape Cod. Now now they carry a limited variety of Tasty Cakes. But Tasty Cakes had great varieties. <clears throat> they had uh, cupcakes. Like I said, Tandy Takes. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, like an angel cake with a chocolate topping. Nice, nice. Yeah, good, good stuff. Look at that. We're all getting hungry here. All right, uh, a couple of real quick ones, and we'll find out Adam's uh, favorite. Did we get your? We didn't get yours yet, Adam, did we? Uh, no favorite no. pastry. No, no favorite uh, pop tart flavor is pop-tart. the is the. Oh, uh, favorite pop tart flavor uh, chocolate. Okay, very good. Um, and uh, Heather says cherry is, is hers. Uh, meow goodness, brown sugar, cinnamon. But then uh, he discovered uh, Pillsbury toaster strudels. Um, Katie Casey says when I was a kid, some in the early twenties for pop tarts. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but and then um, Dad asked me if I remember Flay's soda. I remember the name Flay's, but I don't ever remember having it. Um, and then uh, we got a lot of love for Tasty Cakes in the chat room. Peanut butter for, uh, I believe that's for Pop Tarts. I've never had a peanut butter Pop Tart, but I would eat the one that uh, that Rain, um, uh, not Rain. <laughs> Damn it! I did it again. That Michelle <laughs> made with peanut butter. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, see, there we go. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. There we go. You guys having fun? Was that fun uh, talking about this? Is it, yeah, everybody getting yeah, hungry? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. uh, when we come back, let's talk about the foods we have been judged for. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I got, I've gotten judged harshly for a few things. Um, one thing in particular, which I think I've discussed on the show, but it is the most goddamn good thing in the world. And if you never try it then you got to put it on your bucket list. Um, <laughs> so here we go. We're going to go ahead and run to the break. Um, Adam, any musical requests? Oh, uh, hmm. Let's go with something from Bobber in D.C. Okay. Uh, dealer's Choice. Dealer's Ace Choice the, from Bobber. Let's go ahead and do... Um, Oh, wait a minute. Where's the list? I'd like to play that. Uh, it's... Shoot. Dog, gun it. Dad, gun it. Uh, let me see if I can search for it real quick. The list. The list. Where's the list? Nope. Uh, maybe maybe it's under list rouse. Nope. That's not it either. I don't know what's going on with that. Anyway, alright. We're going to go ahead and uh, go to the break. Let's listen to... Uh, well, hey, we're talking about food. Home cooking. There we go. And I know Bob would say, it's not what it's about. And I'm like, all right, I don't pay attention to the lyrics <laughs> as closely as I should. 
So, all right. Uh, we'll, but I have a question about lyrics, too. It'll be fun. Let's hit the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night on this free-for-all, finding out about a few of our favorite things. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Now, you know what? Uh, Kat actually gave me a great question to ask in the chat with one of her comments, so we'll get to that before we get to foods we were judged for. Miles, Susan. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so of course, welcome back to the show, Miles Lagonport, St. Lucie. Hello, fine sir. Yes. Hello. And how dare you judge the fine, lovely, and talented uh, Michelle Lagon for her eating decisions. It's none of your business. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys may change your mind once you hear it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I'm sure he's never eaten anything weird like pork chops and meatballs for breakfast. Um, but <laughs> but no, that's, that actually that actually sounds delicious. But I'd like to find out if you've ever been judged on a type of food. So bear keep in mind. But before we get to that, of course, Mr. Adam Hebert is here with us as well. And I uh, welcome back to you, Adam. Uh, thank you. And this is some breaking news from D23, the Disney Expo. Uh, apparently, Kit Harrington is going to be joining the MCU. I did see that. I wasn't going to say it on the show because I thought you'd want to save it for Sunday. But yes. Oh, oh. I, no. You were being so kind. So I was. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm happy oh. to I'm happy to mention it here because oh. I'm hoping that maybe, Adam. maybe. Huh? I was going to say, Adam threw himself under the bus. This yeah, is he not, did. It would be something I, I'm sorry for. But if, if you guys end up talking about it before I'm on on Sunday, maybe... Maybe he's the next Wolverine. Like I, uh, I cast him as Wolverine in my recast MCU version of the X Men. Or he'd make a we, good Craven. 
Well, that's, that's Sony. Actually, that's Sony. So. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Still, yeah. By the way, Sony. we still need. Yeah. 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 Still yeah. Let's not that. even. We're not even going to broach the subject of Spider-Man, Sony, and Marvel. Yeah. We don't have time. I am sorry. Time. I thought I thought that they had figured that out, but no. I remember now. I remember the the whole that Sony still yeah. being dickwads about it. No, okay. that's okay. Ima- imagine the best pitch you got being, you take ninety five percent of the profits and do none of the work. That's the best well, pitch Sony would would do. All right, all right. It's a little more involved than that. But anyway, um, that's that's for another day. What I want to find out is, and, and I, Cat uh, says, uh, oh, she said my favorite chewing gum was something I haven't really seen outside of New England. I don't know what it was, but I want to find out everybody's favorite chewing gum. And Adam, I was going to find out from you. Um, it could be, you know, your favorite as a kid and your favorite now, or both, or, or whatever. What do you, what, you got a favorite gum? Oh geez, I can't remember that far back. I don't. I'm not a big gum chewer now. Okay. I mean, every now and then, I'll I'll have a piece. You know, if it's you know, if someone like offers to share, I'll yeah. have a piece. But I've never been a bit. You know, not since okay. I was a child. I can't remember that far back. All right, fair enough. Um, I know mine was fruit stripe as a child. Oh God, I love fruit stripe gum. But the flavor lasts like roughly 15 seconds. Um, so, Actually, huh. I, I okay. I thank okay. you for saying something because I got struck by by what's it called? I have I had a, a memory. Idea. Um, epiphany. yes, epiphany. Yeah, yeah, that. So okay, it was juicy fruit, and here's the reason why. And I used to, the thing is that I've always called juicy fruit turtle gum because it goes back to my grand grandpa Labrandi, my mom's dad, who had a lump of it on the dashboard next to one of the turn signals to you know make it less bright. And of course, I was like a five-year-old kid, so I asked him what it was for, and he said, <laughs> he, "He said he gave a piece to a turtle, and it didn't like it, so it spit out." Well, there you go. There you go. My grandfather used to tell me if I swallowed gum as a child, I'd get worms. So, huh. uh, and if you ate too much candy, you'd get worms too. So, mm-hmm. but that was just a way from keeping me from overindulging and swallowing gum. He was—he seemed um, to have been obs- obsessed with worms. Well, I think you know, uh, it, it, it. No, he wasn't obsessed with worms. He just wanted to scare the stuffing out of me, so I wouldn't be a little jerk and swallow my gum or eat too much candy. No, I mean, what kid wants worms? Um, that's terrifying. Now, in, in a follow-up on Dad asking me if I remembered Flay's soda, Flay's uh, bottler was a local local in East Palestine, Ohio, only able to bottle one flavor a day. So I do remember that a little bit more. And Dad says his favorite gum was Blackjack. Katie Casey says Beeman's gum or the Clove gum, kind of a toss-up. And uh, Adam's orange gum was what Cat liked. And um, and she misses the days of about twenty different uh, Bubblicious and Hubba Bubba flavors and Big Red. I like Big Red, <laughs> Big Red as well. Cat is apparently a gum aficionado. What do you know? Um, Joe, what about you? Uh, favorite gum? Well, I had three. I had three favorites, but I have to say the one uh, blackjack. Uh, and that's that was a uh, was that a, a black licorice gum, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blackjack. Um, and and um, but I have to say the one I chewed the most was Double Bubble. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was a big fan of that Bazooka Joe too. Oh man, I was a big fan of Bazooka Joe as a kid. Oh, Bazooka, yeah. Yeah. Big. So. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, juicy fruit was was in there, but I would bounce back between mostly double bubble. Yeah, yeah, that was that was quality. I like chiclets too as well. Um, so I, I, I'm a, I loved a lot of gum. I really did. Big League Chew, Gator Gum. You guys remember Gator Gum? Yeah. It was Gatorade uh, flavored gum. It was really good and tangy. Um, uh, but well, okay, so uh, what about you, Michelle? Favorite gum? Okay, I'm going to qualify. As a kid, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed, you know, the, the, the Fruit Stripes gum. Mm-hmm. And I liked the Blow Pops. Oh God! I still get, love. I still gum, love. Blo- gum and I, a lollipop I still love blow pops, Michelle. Yes, and I do too. I, I but I, I, I haven't had them in a while. As a teenager, it was clove gum. Yeah, yeah, clove gum is good. And I still have clove gum. I still, I still like it. We, we I buy it by the little, you know, pallet bowls, mm-hmm. you know, so I can have it. I think so Susan. Yeah, I think Susan was a big fan of clove gum too. Now we we both kind of like Eclipse gum, the minty little chiclet size gum. Um, yeah, I like the winter mint. I think is what it is, like a winter green flavor. Um, yeah, Susan, I'm not a big chewer of gum anymore, just because it, I I have fillings, a lot of fillings. Yeah, and as your teeth get older, you have to worry about fillings coming out. And oh, I know, I know. So. Yeah, and <laughs> Susan also likes Orbit's sweet. Mint, sweet mint, uh, Orbit sweet yeah, mint. I still have the cloves sitting in my count- counter, so every every now and then I'll grab a piece and just I, yeah, I, just... I like the taste for some reason. There you go. And uh, Miles, how about you? Uh, we need to find out your favorite uh, chewing As gum. As a kid, it gum. would have been uh, Hubba Bubba. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that though in like forever. Yeah. So. But what uh, a... yeah, so. You got a you got another one now. Or, or well, from to, later years? Uh, today, it, you know, I would just grab some, you know, whatever's on sale, sugar-free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Just to, you know, uh, take the edge off of hunger or whatever. So, I mean, we're anything we're talking like, you know, the, what's it called? Ice? Dentine ice or something like that? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah, if it's minty or whatever. Actually, there's a dentine ice that I had that was a citrus, uh, like a cool citrus that was good I had a while ago. Um, uh, KT Kaser, Bub's Daddy Bubble Gum or Cherry or Grape. Heather, Wrigley Spearmint. Um, and uh, KT, oh, my goodness, whatever was available was my favorite. There you go. And uh, KT Kaser shared a uh, Clove Gum 20-pack link from amazon so there you go not a sponsor um <laughs> and uh all right so here's where we go this is uh we're, we're gonna i think we need uh some dramatic uh, we need we need a drama thing for this this is foods we've been judged for miles susan <laughs> so all right I will I will go first uh, and see if this jogs jars any um, uh, inspiration from those who might be having trouble coming up with one. Apparently, Michelle already knows because Miles already shamed her on the show. Um, and uh, mine, uh, Susan, it ridiculed me to no end for spaghetti sandwiches. That's right, spaghetti sandwiches. Joe's probably gonna roll his eyes so hard that they're gonna pop out his ears. Um, I like to take leftover spaghetti 
and put it on uh, preferably Italian bread uh, that's been buttered at least on one side. And then this is the part. This is the part. And 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 it's I like to melt a slice of American cheese on it. Put spaghetti in there. Completed meatballs or not. And uh, yeah, so that's my spaghetti sandwich. And Susan was like, oh, want some carbs with your carbs? <laughs> I'm like, what's the difference other than the American cheese than having like bread and butter with your spaghetti? You know, if you really want to do it right, you get some garlic toast and you do that. But, you know, but yeah. So, Joe, are you going to judge me? No, because I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah, it. But what about the Ameri- what about the American cheese? It's all good. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can't see judge you know, I the people that say, Oh, how could you eat that early in the morning and all this stuff? I don't judge people. Food's food. And it's yeah, yeah. you know, this this thing that <laughs> eat it if you like it, eat it. Hey, I came with family that, that ate pig knuckles, okay? What could I say? Yeah, yeah. Oh you know uh, I mean? Yeah, dad. Oh, dad's been judged for his homemade pancakes because he leaves it, leaves the rising agent out of it. He he doesn't put uh, baking powder in them, and they're like chewy and rubbery. But I like them. I like them too. But he's been judged on those. So, uh, but and they're good. They're good. Oh, like, but like, uh, like green eggs. Yeah, green eggs and ham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she used to make the hotcakes. <laughs> Get Ted Cruz in here. Um, so, uh, did you say green eggs and ham? Did you? <laughs> No, I said Green Acres. Oh, Green Michelle, Acres. Oh, Green Acres. She used to make. She used to make. Lisa used to make uh, hotcakes. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. I remember Ellie May was a disastrous cook on the Beverly Hillbillies, and that I do remember. Oh no, she used um, to try to make hotcakes for uh, for uh, her husband, and it was like they were like rubber. Maybe oh, she I, left out the raising agent too. You know, oh, I don't know, but you know, there was a. a oh my God, this was. A, I'm sorry to go off on a Beverly Hillbillies tangent, but one of my fondest memories of the Beverly Hillbillies are, is Granny being watched by the police while she's like she's down, like trying to cook some food while they're out camping or something like that, and the cops are watching her and they think she's a. She, they think she's some kind of crazy hippie, and she says. I'm going to smoke some crawdads, but first I need to find me a little pot. And then they're like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and the cops are like, oh, you hippie! You bohemian! We're... I don't know if anybody remembers that, but very funny. Um, I but... would be more interested in, in her moonshine. Oh, <laughs> probably so. Probably so. Because uh, she did brew that in the, in, in the mansion. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, so, all right, Michelle, I'm I'm dying here. What 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 has Miles judged you on uh, for for eating? Oh, when I was a kid growing up, I had access to all sorts of wonderful ingredients, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, living in that store, the cheese store, my big guilty pleasure is comprised of several ingredients. One Ritz cracker, or a cracker-like substance. Mm-hmm. One really nice piece of pepperoni, and I'm talking like cured pepperoni, like Boar's Head. I'm not talking like the mass-produced Hormel stuff. Sure, sure. I'm talking sure. about a better, a better quality pepperoni. Okay. Okay. One piece of aged, beautiful, 
white cheddar cheese. I'm with you all the way right here. This is sounding great. One slathering of homemade or home ground pepper, uh, uh, peanut butter. You're, you're losing me a little here, but keep I going. Know. And then to top it <laughs> off, piece de resistance. <laughs> a slice of dill pickle. That, you know, I'm not going to judge that because that could be delicious. Because I, I know that pickles and peanut butter could be quite good together. I've just never heard of peanut butter with... And peanut butter and cheese can be very good together, too. But the peanut butter and pepperoni is the only thing that's kind of throwing me there. It adds to it. But and nowadays, then, I, can't find the, I can't find the dill pickles I grew up on, because we used to mm-hmm. get them by big wooden barrels. And I'm not... And they're not yeah. your, your standard dill pickle. These were whole cucumbers that were turned into pickles. Sure, sure. No, the big well, cucumbers. Well, I can and I can actually kind of see this because now you know peanut sauce is such a huge thing, and that's served with all kinds of savory things. So, I, I can I can I can believe it being delicious, honestly. Yeah. So now I use the Clausen's hearty garlic dill pickles. That's the closest mm-hmm. thing I can find to the pickles I grew up with. So. Uh, I will. I would. You know what? I would try it. I would try it. Easy. Yeah. There. There you are. That. That's my Miles. Miles watches me make it, and and he just. It's a comfort food. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not going to complain. I'll just look at it and roll. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this that sounds delicious. Meow goodness says cream cheese and black olive sandwich. That sounds delicious. I love cream. That sounds cream. good. I love yeah. cream cheese. So. And, oh, cream cheese. Oh, it'd probably be good with goat cheese, too. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, KT Kaser says, my ex, way back ex, judged me for putting curry powder on my porterhouse. Or uh, W.E. steaks, I don't know, uh, along with pepper and seasoned seasoning salt. She was fine until the curry powder. Then she was like, all WTF? I, I don't see what's wrong with that. Curry powder on a steak. So, um, But yeah, um, and Dad's like, yeah, KT, I'm going to try that. So yeah, curry powder, no, curry powder, yeah, very light dusting. And with pepper and seasoning salt, as you like. And um, that combination is actually making my mouth water. Go to gotta go get dinner. Be right back. So I think that uh, Meow is giving your, your combo, combo an endorsement there. All right. So, Miles, what about you, Judgy McJudgerson? Have you been judged on a food choice? Um, I'll tell you what I ate when I was, you know, like college days because, you know, budget. And I found it filling. It, um, you know, the, uh, no one judged me because no one bothered to see me eat it because, you know, I was at home alone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would take uh, baked beans, you know, right out of the can. We're talking like Bush's baked beans because, yep. you know, cheap. cheap. And um, I would uh, add protein to it by um, taking like sliced ham from sliced ham for sliced ham sandwiches. Oh, and I would dice up the ham into, um, you know, little centimeter sized things and just sprinkle it into there and mix it all in and then uh and my, my go-to staple golden raisins and then i'd nuke that thing up and heat it up what? and this put- and the raisins would become a little more plump you know because they rehydrate wow so you're eating baked beans some proteins in there and the the raisins just 
give a little sweet bite every now and then. So you're going to fart and shit after that, for yeah, sure. Man. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shart. <laughs> could, could, be, could be a shart-inducing... Uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound terrible. Um, but I don't see how you're judging Michelle after putting raisins in your baked beans. Um, I don't, I, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's never seen me eat that. And I, okay. Yes. And there's a reason why. She's heard of it. Uh, and Heather says she was judged for putting uh, weenies in bean soup. That that's the, Nobody should judge you for that. You know, uh, beans and weenies in any form are fine. Uh, you know, um, maybe not chili, but it depends. That, well, no, that's not true because chili dogs. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right. Um, Adam, you ever been judged for a cuisine choice? Uh, most recently, yes. People have questioned, uh, a couple people have questioned my, uh, like of, I, ever since I came back from Illinois, when I make, when I have cheeseburgers, I've been top putting in a, a cooked egg on top. Oh, everybody, the, that's, know, um, that's what all the hipsters do now. So you're fine. Well, I was, I was also made fun of when I worked at Walmart. Um, for dipping potato chips in ketchup, even though potato chips are basically French fries just cut differently. Mm-hmm. Well, they make f- ketchup flavored French fry or potatoes now, or, or potato chips. So, um, I dip mine in hot sauce. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> I uh, and uh, so, but Joe, uh, a- anything else that you uh. Then anybody's been like, what are you eating that for? Well, my grandfather taught me something. Uh, he used to like to uh, put his coffee, his morning coffee, mm-hmm. in, in a small bowl, okay, and crush saltines in it and get them all soggy with the coffee and okay. eat them with a spoon. Wow. And I really enjoyed that. Wow. That is... that. Yeah, I don't know. Did he was his coffee sweetened? Did he have milk? Yeah, yeah, milk, um, sugar, and you know, just like you'd make a coffee, you know, a cup of coffee, but he'd pour it in a small bowl and crutch up uh, saltine crackers. It doesn't sound terrible. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't knock it until I tried it. Honestly, no, it actually I mean, sounds like a, a decent flavor combo. Uh, you know, Rhett and Link would call that dry food wet. Yeah, dry food wet. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And you know, I recently just watched a video. My this my new favorite guy on YouTube, Craftsman, Craft uh, Steady. Uh, he's a southern southern gentleman, and he's like, if you've never had this, you need to have cornbread and milk. And he basically poured, crumbled up some cornbread and put in put milk over it in a glass, mm-hmm. and said you could add honey to it if you wanted. And he said, if you never had cornbread and milk, you got to have it. Have it as a main course or a dessert. He said. So that sounds, sounds delicious good. to me. So yes. that's something that's along also dry food, dry food wet, dry food wet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, please yeah. check out Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. Joe and I love those guys. They're on break right oh, now, but they're coming back. Yeah. Plenty of videos to catch up with and get addicted to. Yes. Uh, and possibly make you barf. <laughs> yes, possibly. And make you especially think. with the, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm not good with the the bull penis. That's not oh. big. <laughs> And also, don't say penis in this house. Get out of here! 
out of my house. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there you go. Well, uh, there we go. Some enlightening stuff there. I think everybody's been judged a little bit. Oh, one other thing I've been judged by is my other carbalicious meal. I'll just throw it out there right now. Is I love making jacked up instant mashed potatoes. I've done it with ham like you do, Miles, with your baked beans. Dice up ham, melt some cheese, add in some garlic powder, stuff like that. I love instant mashed potatoes. People make fun of me for it all the time. But then I'll cook ramen so it like has very little liquid. And I'll have ramen and instant mashed potatoes, and it's one of my favorite meals to this day. I don't make it very often, but uh, that's, you that, apologize to that ramen this instant, young man. That is that <laughs> that is like that's like a, a, an awesome meal under a buck. That's like you know, hello Wildcats. That's like hello Wildcats meal there. So <laughs> uh, I will say this: microwave. I well, will hold on, this. hold on. I gotta Run. play Hello, Hello Wildcats real quick. Uh, there you go. Hello, Wildcats. There you go. All right, quickly, Adam. Ramen, chicken ramen is great for when you're sick, especially if you add if you crush fresh garlic into it t- for the broth because garlic is great for fighting illness and infections. Did you say milk? No. Oh, I thought garlic. you said. I thought you said milk. No, I thought you said milk and ramen. No, oh, because I was reading. I was reading what KT Kaser said while you were saying garlic. She said uh, my grandmother loves that. Calls it milk and bread, but it's cornbread and milk. So it's like it's like my it's like my work communicator all over again. How does how how does it get Bob from? I am I am my I did four days worth of work in one day today. And I'm, this is this I'm is just my show. Around, and now okay. Susan's playing my show full tilt in the other room, like with a thirty second delay, and I'm all confused. So, anyway, I got to go to the break. Love you, or I'm bro. gonna, I'm gonna, my brain's gonna explode. Uh, when I when we come back, we'll I'll have some other questions. I'm gonna pick all y'all's brains tonight, and uh, maybe we'll do extended open phones if, if there's things people want to ask us, or if they want to chime in uh, with the answers to questions that have already been asked. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. Listen, learn, read on at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Huzzah! And now, on with the show. Hello, Wildcats. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! 
Well, hi everybody, and uh, of course, once again, hello, Wildcats. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen <laughs> Reed, uh, the worst microwave chef in the universe. Uh, welcome back uh, to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, where we find out a few of our favorite things. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly worldwide and of course uh joining me as always on the program mr joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the electric city owner operator joe's clown car garage also heard on the tim caramel show whiskers on kittens <laughs> I, I like whiskers on kittens quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh and uh of course uh the the entire crew uh is here from mike check radio the man himself mr adam hebert uh clarksville alabama Welcome back, sir. Clarksville, Tennessee. Clarksville, Tennessee. Sorry. Uh, at least our suspense hey, hey, has hey. been at least our suspense has been accounted for. So uh, I, I love that. Actually, our suspense has been accounted. <laughs> um, and uh, of course, the dynamic duo of the Dream Team from Port St. Lucie, Florida, the one and only Michelle Lagon. Uh, one thing weird that she, d that one thing not weird that she cooks are her cookies. She bakes them actually. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they are, they are famous in, in, uh, famous circles. So welcome back. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Now, if you could make a cookie with, uh, pepperoni, Ritz crackers, peanut butter, and pickles. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, no. Yeah, you never know. Biscuit. That's like a hipster thing right there. I'm telling you, the hipsters love that. And, of course, uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, Mr. What is that? Uh, Beans and Raisins. Indeed. Welcome back. So, <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Uh, I've heard of Raisin Cane, but Raisin Beans? What? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, all right, here we go. A couple, uh, yeah, uh, Dad says um, uh, his mom, my grandmother, Helen uh, Picklesheimer, uh, put cornbread in milk, uh, but she used the white cornmeal. And he had many breakfasts with cornbread and gravy. It sounds delicious. Uh, Francie has a special birthday, so uh, would one of you guys mind, uh, Joe? Would you mind jotting down Francie's birthday there or making a note? Yeah, sure. So thank you. And um, all right, so there we go. Uh, now on to uh, our other questions. Um, here we go. This one is one of my favorites. Um, all right. Two-part question is what is one thing that is your uh, a weakness, a weakness, a guilty pleasure, one item from any fast food restaurant that you're like, you get a craving for and you grab it. You got to have it. And the second, second part of that question is what is the fast food restaurant that no longer exists in your area or in the rest of the country that you miss dearly? And I will say this right now, um, I get a wild hair for a Big Mac every once in a while, and I gotta have one. I love Big Macs; they're delicious. And my, the the restaurant I miss the most, Arthur Treacher's. Oh my God, I loved Arthur Treacher's so much. It was so good. Their fish and chips were so delicious. Um, but they are long, long, long gone. Closest thing we have is Long John Silver's now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, let me see, uh, who haven't we started with in a while? Michelle, 
Uh, what about you? you? Is there is there a fast food thing that you're like just every once in a while like yeah that just sounds too good? No, not really. I've I've gotten I've divested myself of the fast food. However, there was a local eatery where I mm-hmm. lived. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I craved their hot dogs. Oh yeah. To no end. And when we were up there back in 2010, we actually got some and brought them back with us. Fifty. Uh, and, <laughs> and that yeah, we we got fifty of them and and the sauce. That, it's not so much the hot dog; it was the sauce that they had. What there. is it like a it is a, it like a red hot sauce or something? Oh, it was a meat sauce. Oh, meat sauce. Okay, so it's like chili. But it had a specific flavoring to it, and yeah. I tried to recreate it. I've come close, but mm-hmm. um. And uh, then they had one over in Fort Myers, so we'd go over there and get that too. But that closed down, so we, I. So that's kind of two birds, one stone. There, that's like a local place, but you one that you miss. Yeah, and it's not as the, available. The, the only thing is, the only sandwich I've ever really craved heavily from a, a fast food joint is a chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. Yeah, but I divested myself from them a long time ago. Same I here. I no longer. Yep. I Same can't do here, it. sister. When all that shit yep. hit the fan, you know, the other day I was watching a video on YouTube, and this guy found some really cool stuff at Hobby Lobby that he was like, "Yeah, I found this at Hobby Lobby," and you know, and I was like, "We drove past the Hobby Lobby in Akron, you know, coming home from Akron the other day," and I was like, oh, "Nope, I, don't do I can't do it. Nope. I can't do nope. it." Uh, my principles outweigh my need for stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, I, I can't eat my jelly bellies anymore. Yeah, can't do it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. And uh, oh, Dad's saying um, uh, he uh, Whopper is a go-to for him, and he misses Red Barn. Susan misses Red Barn too. I think that was one of her favorites. Uh, her brother for sure. And uh, New York Steakhouse. Uh, I miss New York Steakhouse. Bringeth thy family. Um. Racks, KT Kaser says, a sh- "Go ahead." I just want to give a shout out to that place. I think it's still open in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. It was called Tio's Hot Dogs. Tio's, a family-owned hot dogs place. Tio, it's an uh, uncle in Spanish. Yeah, it was in Massachusetts. Cool. Uh, and it was an amazing, an amazing uh, hot dog. They were small. They were only like maybe yeah. two and a half, three inches long, with little tiny buns. But that two, meat sauce right. just two bites. Two bites. Well, so man, two you're bites. saying size doesn't always matter, then? No, it's the flavor that counts. <laughs> Michelle keeps telling me that. that. <laughs> oh, now, now. What? So I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzz you for that. So. Uh, what did I say? Isn't this a family anyway. show? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> uh, is this a family? Hey, no, no, cat. Is this a family show? <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some comments I want to get to before they scroll up too quick. Um, Rax, Katie Kaser says Rax, and I think it finally left Urbana, Ohio. Might still have one in Columbus, though. I'd rather Rax. I remember that slogan. Um. Cat says there's a restaurant here in Columbus, Marino's Fish and Chips. It's an old-time Arthur Treacher's. Oh, and I'm pretty sure the menu is is, is the old menu, too. Nice. Um, and let me see. Cupies. KTK says, Cupies. Oh, my God, are they good. Still exists in Lima, Lima Ohio. Um, 
and they stopped by there when they were picketing Jim Jordan's office. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, Theo says, I'm a zealot for Dairy Queen peanut butter, peanut buster parfaits and the fast disappearing chain known as Mike's in Portland area is a heartbreaker, but they've simply been swamped by corporate chains. Um, and Kat says she barely remembers Red Barn and they have the last York steakhouse, uh, just up the street from her. Um, and, uh, let me see. I miss the establishment. Good taco salad kind of thingy. Heather says, I don't know what establishment. Um, uh, oh, it must be a local restaurant for her. Uh, okay, so uh, Joe, what about you? Um, uh, 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 is there a go-to fast food item that you're like, oh, I gotta have one of those? And is there a fast Car- food chain you miss? Carol's Club Burgers. Carol's Club Burgers? Yes. So remember, I don't know if you had Carol's in no, Ohio. I don't think so. Carol's uh, had the original. I think it would be a Big Mac now. Okay. Right, but uh, the so it had like the thousand the thousand island. Outs. Well, it was it was a thousand island dressing with the sesame seed bun and a hand and two two uh, patties. Two patties, but it tasted totally different than a big than what a Big Mac tastes yeah. like now. Well, and we I have never... we have this yeah we have a local franchise called Swenson's who does a galley boy that's kind of similar, which is fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. I love that too. I should have said that instead of Big Mac. But never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, um, Carol's became actually Burger King. That restaurant group became Burger King. Interesting. I did but, not know. Um, yeah, if you go on Wikipedia, you'll see it's uh, like an offshoot of the Tasty Freeze Company. Oh, okay. And Carol's Club Burgers were had the most unique flavor. I could eat two of them for lunch, and I did many times. Where you go? Uh, and the closest you could come to it is a Big Mac, but the Big Macs don't. Yeah, don't do Carol they're, Burgers they're, yeah. justice. They're 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 trash compared to real food. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, but I do crave them. Um, it's those little minced onions too. I love that. Um, oh no, that's the, well, there were be, no, they don't. Oh, it just yeah, they, they there do was a, a a a local chain called Stop and mm-hmm. Go. Yeah, yeah. That had the the, the one dollar hamburgers with the little minced onions. Yeah, yeah, and and they, they were fabulous. And you could whiff down six of them. Sure. Well, you know, First we had a... 120 pounds, we, we, and it was we, 16. Yeah, we had a White <laughs> Castle around the corner for a while, too. And I love those nasty little sliders, man. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was a ch- White Castle slash Church's Chicken. Never had Church's... Or, or, was it Church's Chicken or Ro- Kenny Rogers Roasters? I don't know. Never ate any of that. I just got the White Castle. Nah, the crinkle cut fries too. I like those. All right, um, uh, Miles. How about uh, what? What say you? Is there a fast food thing that you're like, man? I really want one of those. If I if there's a chain that sells the my guilty pleasure in a fast food place, like if we're driving, you know, cross country as we do because Michelle yeah. hates flying, it would be a, a strawberry milkshake. Okay. Would, what about uh, the Shamrock would, Shake? Uh, is that the green one? Yeah, the mint one from McDonald's. Mm, I don't think I ever had one. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm not a big McDonald's fan. For me, I'm 
I'm a Whopper guy. Yeah. <laughs> Over Big Mac. You know what? I like Whoppers too. It's just McDon- McDonald's has superior fries. Uh, is, is the is the deal? So I, if I B- BK fries, I just yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like them. Okay. I don't like them. Uh, I'll get their onion ring from time to time. That's fun, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, uh, but what about uh, 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 an establishment that is long gone that you miss? Is is there one of those too? I've always ever gone to just you know Burger King, McDonald's, Arby's. Uh, they're all still around. I can't think of something that's vanished okay. uh, in my lifetime that I uh, you know was a patron of. Uh, okay, I like no curly fries from Hardee's. Is it Hardee's or Arby's? Arby's. Arby's, Arby's has curly yeah. fries, yeah. Yep. I yep. love the God. the beef and cheddar was so good back in the day. Now they're horrible. I will hurt myself on curly fries. <laughs> yeah. And cheese uh, sauce. Yeah. So uh all right, Mr. Hebert, uh what do you what say you for uh for fast food? What's what's uh what's something that you're just like, oh god damn it, that sounds good. Uh tonkatsu. I love tonkatsu it's my favorite japanese dish and whenever wherever i go that serves japanese food i always ask for tonkatsu well you have to you have to explain it in englishy type terms i don't know what that it beans is and <laughs> fair, beans fair and raisins beans and raisins i will explain so tonkatsu comes from the from uh uh the words for it basically it's a pork cutlet so ton comes from the japanese word for pig or uh, well a, a variation of it and katsu is cut pork cut pork cutlet um and what you do is you bread it and then fry it cut it up serve it with some cabbage and special sauce called katsu sauce and it is delicious if prepared properly now is there Um, a uh, uh if not prepared properly what happens it just i mean you want it to be fresh and, and again, cooked properly so it's crisp, yeah. but also still moist. You know, you like you want the outside crisp, the inside moist. Yeah. Um, I haven't had like awful tonkatsu, but I could tell you that like the non-chain Japanese restaurants mm. always prepare the best tonkatsu. Yeah. Um, what about uh, a, 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 a long lost franchise? Is there do you is there one? Um, well, when I was living in Illinois on my own in the in the mid to late 2000s I, I i'm sure they're still open but there was a small place in um st charles illinois which is where my bank was so every month i would have to go deposit my roommates half of the rent into my sure. account so i could cut the check and there was a place that it was uh it was a a road trip themed establishment i think it was route 66 actually okay was named and they made the most delicious homemade you know hand cut french fries like i would always go every time i went in to do my banking i had to go to this place and buy a large order of french fries sure. like i said they're still around but i don't live in st i don't live near st charles yeah. illinois obviously so you so, just mourn mourn the geography ge- geographical gap yes yeah, uh, damn you yeah. geography yeah. Uh oh yes, and meow goodness says I'm more in the loss of Chi Chi's restaurants. Oh damn that whole salmonella thing they had with their salads or whatever that was. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. KT Kaser says uh, uh, KT Kaser says I'm not that into Taco Bell, but the other place rocked. I'm assu- I'm assuming she means Chi Chi's. Taco Viva. Oh, uh, I don't know. I I'd love to try that one taco um, 
place out what del taco on on the west coast i want to in and out burgers and del taco i want to try that so bad um cat says uh white castles everywhere in columbus i believe it I, we it was just you know i think we had a white castle there for like 10 years and it failed um and then uh somebody said a and w who is that that because a and w i miss a and w too mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. A, yeah oh qp hamburgers katie caser shared a link for that um and then uh yeah malgana says uh wait a second um I, i'm getting behind they have dragons painted all over the walls what Okay, there's a sub-sandwich place. This is Moon Mary. There's a sub-sandwich place in my former stomping grounds called Ben Franklin's. They opened in 1969 and made a phenomenal sub. Uh, when Subway came along and trained people's uh, Pilates to crap, um, uh, Ben Frank started do- adding mustard mayo and mayo crap. You can still get it the way they used to make it, but you have to specify. Also, yeah, and that's another place, the Sandwich Factory, and there's a couple locations down where around where dad lives in the Columbiana Boardman area, Austin town. Uh, Sandwich Factory is a sub place that's been around forever, and they are so good. They have a great roast beef and turkey, and then the super sub, which has like ham and pepperoni and salami and stuff like that. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, they got a good meatball sub as well. Uh, but the only Ben Franklin's I know of is there was the big, did anybody have Ben Franklin's, uh, like, uh, craft stores or little, like, uh, they, they sold like toys and crafts and like in Halloween, they'd always have aisles of Halloween costumes and stuff. It's kind of like a very small version of Joanne fabric almost. Yep. You remember those? We had them in our area for a while. Yeah. I loved going to Ben Franklin. Oh, and you know what? That's actually, that's going to be part of one of the next questions I have to ask. Um, so, uh, maybe, maybe we'll see what we have time for. Uh, but, uh, um, let me see though. Uh, we, we have a little bit more time cause I, you know what? I don't think there's a new green news report cause I downloaded it and I was like, wait, that's the same date as the last one. So, uh, I think maybe they, maybe they're on vacation. Um, but yeah, let me, let me double check and make sure that there isn't a new one that I need to grab. Or maybe I downloaded it twice. Maybe I actually was like, oh, I better just go ahead and download this now. Uh, oh, no, they have a new one. Never mind. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 822. There it is. So, oh, yeah, I just looked at it wrong. Yeah, we got a green news report, so we should probably go to it. Because uh, when we come back, we, we still have more of this. This is going to be fun. We'll do, we'll do at least one Mad Lib. We'll try and add, open it up. And, but I'll tell you what. Why don't you guys... Um, uh, collectively, if you, if you think of a question, you, you, you can ask everybody else. Do you want to do that? You guys think you might be able to muster up at least one question apiece? Sure. Hmm. I can try. Adam? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on board. All right. Okay. So when we come back, we'll do name calling. Uh, Joe, would you like to do name calling tonight since you were off on Tuesday? Uh, I can do that. Or Adam, or no, wait, or did, did one of you guys volunteer to do it last Tuesday? I think Adam said he was he was gonna do it on Friday, but then Michelle and I kind of backed out, and that yeah, threw, you guys went, got all you guys got all you got all chicken shit and made Adam do it. <laughs> I can, so I could be your girl Friday tonight. Uh, well, if Joe doesn't want to do it. We'll give it to Joe. Let Joe do it. So anyway, well, you could, like, Adam could do it if he wants. Just. Remember Francie's birthdays. 
Uh, do Let we have Joe notes do it. for this? Let Joe do it. <laughs> I do. I do have notes. Joe's going to do name calling All when right. we come back. So, <laughs> All right. Let's just streamline it, Kenny folks. Executive decision. Kenny executive, executive, Kenny executive decision yeah. pick. There, I said. Yes. yes. Account that's, for your that's dis- a guy that could do four days work in one day. Suspense. Uh, yeah, sus- uh, yeah. Account for your suspense right now. Break time. We'll be we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth talking, jive talking street thug. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. The agency says as of Tuesday, it had counted more than 74,000 fires. Record wildfires from the Amazon rainforest to the Arctic North. Alaska is so warm, salmon are dying in rivers. Teen climate activist sails for New York City in a solar-powered boat. Plus... It's become clear that I'm not going to be carrying the ball. I'm not going to be the president, so I'm withdrawing tonight from the race. The 2020 Democratic climate change candidate drops out. All of those disappointments and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Look, I've been fighting climate change for 25 years, Mm -hmm. and I've never been so confident of the ability of America now to meet critical mass to move the ball. Well, I'm glad you're confident, Jay Inslee. You should run for president. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, very sad news. I know he was never actually going to become president, but I think it was really important for Jay Inslee to be in the race for the Democratic nomination. Yes, and he did succeed in driving climate change into those debates pretty much for the first time in U.S. presidential campaign history. Mm -hmm. Washington Governor Jay Inslee, the 2020 Democratic presidential candidate who made the climate crisis his primary focus and released the most comprehensive plans for solving it, did drop out of the race on Wednesday. He met the donor threshold, but not the polling threshold in time to qualify for the next round of debates hosted by the Democratic National Committee. That means that Inslee will not participate in special climate forums on CNN and MSNBC in September. But he really did force everyone else in the race, well, not everyone, but many of the other candidates, to move forward with big climate plans. So I I do think he accomplished something there. And he'd make a great EPA administrator. Yes, he would. Meanwhile, global warming is turbocharging wildfire season around the globe, with massive fires burning in Alaska, Greenland, Siberia, and the Canary Islands. But the most alarming fires are in the Amazon rainforest in South America, where Brazil has seen a record number of fires this year. As of Tuesday, more than 74,000 blazes, an 84% increase over this same period last year. Satellites show a new fire starting every minute across the the Amazon. Smoke from the fires can be seen from space. Conservation groups blame Brazil's right-wing president Jair Bolsonaro for the shocking increase in deforestation because of his deregulation and policies opening up the Amazon rainforest to more logging, mining, and cattle production. Nonprofit group Amazon Watch says farmers are explicitly telling Brazilian media that Bolsonaro has encouraged them to clear more forests. Mm. And like Trump, 
Bolsonaro is a climate change denier, of course. The Amazon rainforest generates 20% of the planet's oxygen. And as climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann noted on MSNBC, these fires are releasing even more carbon into the atmosphere, creating a self-reinforcing feedback loop that causes more warming, which in turn causes more fires. The Amazon is supposed to be a carbon sink. It's supposed to be helping us with climate change by taking carbon out of the atmosphere. And instead, we are turning it into a source, which means we're accelerating the buildup of these greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, worsening climate change as a result of that. In Alaska, record high temperatures for more than 50 days in a row have created tinderbox conditions with more than two and a half million acres burning. And these rising temperatures are hammering the state's wildlife and its commercial salmon industry. That's according to Jeannie Devon, communications director for the Alaska Democratic Party, in an interview on the broadcast. We have wildlife issues where salmon by the thousands are having heart attacks because the water is so warm that they can't make it to their spawning grounds. They don't survive. They just die in the rivers. Walruses are having problems. Polar bears are having problems. I mean, it's it's catastrophic. But some good news. Scientists at the Florida Aquarium in Tampa say that they have hit upon a breakthrough for the first time ever succeeding in getting an endangered Atlantic Ocean coral to spawn in a laboratory. That could save the state's endangered coral reefs from climate change and disease. And finally, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg is right now crossing the Atlantic Ocean from Europe to New York City on a solar-powered zero-emissions racing ship to lead the global climate strike. Those are massive demonstrations that are scheduled around the world on September 20th and 27th to coincide with the United Nations General Assembly. The global climate strike was inspired by Thunberg's school strike for climate movement that has galvanized children around the world to demand that their governments act on climate change. Do you suppose she'll have the same success in lighting a figurative fire under American politicians as she has in Europe? One hopes. We'll see. Travel safely, Greta. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Rock the boat. I don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. I don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat. I don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Hello, Wildcats. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Getting to like you, getting to hold you like me. Hey, yeah, we're getting to know everybody here on the show tonight. Stolen from the Resistor Sisters archive, uh, RIP. 
Uh, so, <laughs> uh, welcome back, uh, of course, everybody, uh, to the program, Mr. Uh, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, it's nice getting to know you, Miles, a little bit more, asking questions that have never been asked. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, excellent. And have you thought of a question for, for everybody? Hmm... Well, you have time because we'll do yeah. this after. We'll do this it, 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 because I'm going to need you guys to take the helm while I fill up Mad Libs in the next segment. So, um, okay, yeah. So, so think of a question for everybody along my lines, or or you know, go crazy with it. You know, all right. So, and of course, uh, your lovely and talented wife, uh, Mrs. Uh, Miles or Michelle Lagon, Mrs. Miles Lagon. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Rain Cutch. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, That's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take Mrs. Miles Lagan. That works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, uh, Michelle Lagan, uh, the Rogue DM. Welcome back to you as well. Yeah, thank you. I have my question already in my head. All right. All right. This is exciting. And uh, Adam Hebert, uh, who will not be our girl Friday tonight, but thank you so much for for the kind offer, sir. You're welcome. So, <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, also heard on the Tim Carmel show. Uh, are you ready to uh, to delve into the world of, of name calling? See, I knew there was strategery behind what you were doing there. Was there? There was. You introduced me last because you want me to do name calling. Yeah, yeah. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> see, strategery. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's in my typical that's my typical modus operandi, uh, as it were. So, uh, you know, modus operandi. Uh, there you go. Modus operandi. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you're all set for name calling then? I am. I am. All right. Here's your jingle. <laughs> to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. You have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke the ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Oh, wait. How'd that get in there? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. (laughs) No, I like that. Uh, Biscuits. We have biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Our first biscuit, Adam Hebert. Whoever the hell that is. I don't know. I don't know. Some guy. Um, Hi, Joe. Hey. Uh, Biscuit number two. Francie, who has a birthday, who has a birthday, two birthdays, and two. we're going to get to those in a minute. And biscuit number three, Heather, who has a care package on the way, no biscuits included. So I hear. And biscuit number four, Cat, who still has access to White Castle. That's wonderful. And uh, biscuit number five, that's you, Kenny Pick. Oh, me? Who? What? Here, biscuit number five. Biscuit number six. (laughs) 
is Ken Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Uh, I'm gonna I'll bring you some RC next time I come down, and some uh, blackjack gum. Oh yeah, that's good. And biscuit number seven, KT Kaser. KT Kaser, uh, very knowledgeable on lots of the topics, uh, contributing quite a many, quite quite a few comments to the yes, discussion. Yes, quite a tonight. contributor. He was a, a biscuit contributor. She she. I would be, I would be biscuit eight, but I'm going to skip me and go to biscuit nine. Okay. Meow, nine. goodness. Yay. Number nine, number nine. Meow, Mia- goodness. Meow, goodness. Or my goodness. My goodness. Could we say meow, goodness backwards? Um, wow. Uh, let me see. Sendug. Do wow. Whoa, whoa. Okay, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Okay. Uh, number 10. Biscuit number 10, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Woot. And Biscuit 11 is right next to Michelle. Miles. Yes, hello. <laughs> woot, woot. Biscuit 12. <laughs> Moonmare. Woot, woot. Yeah, Moonmare. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the woot. I appreciate the woot, Michelle. Woot. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, Moonmare's been in on the discussion tonight, too. Very exciting. Yep. Biscuit 13. Lucky 13. President. Oh, Yay, Prez. Prez. <laughs> president for Prez. Yeah, that's okay. Remember, we'll support anybody that's not Trump. Okay. Yeah. And Biscuit 14. Theo. Theo. Also a, a, an a and and Dairy Queen man. Oh, wow. That, that's quite a combination. A and W and Dairy Queen. Yeah, because root beer and 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 uh, ice cream go well together. By the way. Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Biscuit fifteen, the one, the only, Tim Goramal. Oh, I, I think I have something for him. <laughs> there we go. I'd, I'd be interested okay. to see what one of Tim's guilty pleasures are for fast food or snack foods. A favorite thing from childhood since he just showed up. Throw it out there, Tim. I'll, I'll yeah. read it. I'll read it in the chat. Yeah, from yeah. The throw chat. it out there, Tim. Throw some red meat out there for us. <laughs> Not Republican Tim's. meat, just just red meat. No, 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 no. Just red red meat. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I, I, see, I hear there's well, some co- there's some coke meat available. Coke. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. A little side, little side of coke. It's chilling on the slab as we speak. Yeah, but don't snort coke. Okay, and last but not least, biscuit number 16, Trojan Rabbit. And rabbit. as as I've been doing for a while now is just pulling out a random Monty Python clip. I'm going to need to get some more, but here, since we did the Life of Brian uh, on Tuesday for the 40th anniversary, here we go. Are you the Judean people's front? Fuck off. What? Judean people's front. The people's front of Judea. Judean people's front. <laughs> Can I join your group? Now, piss off. I didn't want to sell this stuff. It's only a job. I hate the Romans as much as anybody. Are you sure? Oh, dead sure. I hate the Romans already. Listen, if you wanted to join the PFJ, you'd have to really hate the Romans. I do. 
Oh, yeah. Well, how much? How much? <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're in. You're in. Listen. The only people we ate more than the Romans are the fucking Judean people's front. Yeah. 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 And, split and the Judean popular people's front. Oh, yeah. 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 Split. 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 And the people's front of Judea. Yes. Yes. The people's front of Judea. Splitters. We're the people's front of Judea. Oh. I thought we were the popular front. People's front. Whatever happened to the popular front? He's over there. There's that splitter. Uh, oh, and Tim says, uh, he says, thanks, Joe. I would love 15 biscuits, but they are only if they are freshly baked and don't have bologna and Velveeta cheese on them. Well, I'm sorry to say they, it's too late. It's too late, Tim. The made-from-scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New at Hardee's. Wait, 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 wait. Don't we have those rosemary biscuits in the back? Oh yeah, we got we got some biscuits. Yeah. I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Brina Palencia from Adam Hebert's uh, AWA 2017 interview. 17, I think it was. Tw- yeah. I think it was 2017. Yeah, so there you go. Good stuff. Okay. One day, one day, I, I, you know, if I'm at an AWA and she's back, I, I plan to get a follow up. Yeah. If, I, if I'm really lucky, she'll remember me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and Tim says, uh, I set you up for that, Kenny. <laughs> and yes, you did. It was a setup. <laughs> it was a setup all along. And I oh, fell for it like a ambush. chump. I fell for it like a chump. But you never get me in the end. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Come at me, copper. Come at me, copper. <laughs> uh, all right. So, but yeah, thank you everybody right. for joining in and enjoying. Uh, hopefully, everybody's enjoying what we're uh, what we're uh, doing here tonight. Because again, I it was a crazy week. Staycation happened. I have been crafting all week. Went back to work. Did four days worth of work in one day. Which I got to say, I'm gonna try not to dislocate my shoulder by patting myself on the back for that shit. Because, <laughs> um, and and just so you know, I did take a couple shortcuts, but it's okay. I can always proof that next week, um, but uh, nothing major. Don't worry. Um, unless, unless they suddenly go out of business tomorrow because of a misplaced decimal point. No, 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 no. It's not. not it's you- not like that. It's not like that. So, um, so, uh, but uh, you know, I just did a lot of math yeah, in my head instead of using the calculator. That's all. Uh, that's it's more okay. like something I would do. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, I'm sorry. I will shut up now. I don't want to say anything else. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, uh, uh let's get, uh, Francie's, uh, birthday banners. I think they're both family members, correct? They are. Drew, Saturday. He will be 30. Oh. And their daughter, Shaney, on Sunday, she will be 27. I think Shani. I think Shani. Oh. Shanny still in diapers. Shanny, Shanny, okay. Yeah, Shanny will be twenty-seven. So mm-hmm. let's hear it for Drew 
and Shanny. Shanny. This is no. your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> We were in the car the other day. We were in the car the other day, and this was on. And we're coming. We're coming back from Akron, like when we around when we were driving past the um, uh, Hobby Lobby, like I was talking about. How we did not go into it. Um, and this was on, and like when it got to that point, I just reached over and turned the stereo all the way up. And Susan's like, "That's a good drop. You should get that for your show." And I said, you, have, you haven't been listening. Good. She hasn't been paying. You haven't and, been paying attention. And I said. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but anyway, it's okay. She she has a, she has does Dragon Boats uh, most Tuesdays. So, you know, it's okay. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, I've had this in, in the box for a while. So, yeah. Uh, it is Shanny. Rhymes with Danny. So Yes. Shanny rhymes with Danny. We got so, it. Very good. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, let's open up the phone lines. 330-536-1466. The number to call. 330-536-1466 is the number to call. And I want to try and take a few calls. I want to do rapid fire if at all possible. And I want people to call in and contribute to one. If, if you didn't answer in the chat room and I didn't read it, one of the questions I asked earlier, or if you have a question you want to ask of us, We'll try and keep it as simple and straightforward as possible. We will account for our suspense, and uh, and I'll call Michelle by another name as well. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so there's there's the number. Give us give us a ring. We'll we'll add you in. Oh yeah, and Heather. Oh boy, oh you're gonna love that care package I sent out. I sent a priority mail, so it's probably gonna be there tomorrow. So. Um, just you wait. I can't wait. She's going to have to call in on Return Tuesday. Return to sender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Address unknown. Uh, Address known. Oh, and the, the, oh my God. That was so annoying too. Um, I, I got to the post office and, uh, when it, she sent me her street address in, um, uh, Heather sent me her street address and I wrote it down and apparently, the woman at the post office got really annoyed that street wasn't listed after the name of uh, Heather's street. I'm not going to say the name of her street, obviously. But let's say it's Main Street. I, I, I just put like, you know, 123 Main and it didn't uh, have street. It, and then the woman at the post office was like, you need street on there. And I'm like, well... <clears throat> I don't always put Avenue on the end of mine. So, but yeah, the lady at the oh, post office. Oh, that's right. Got, I have Kenny's address. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Many people have my address. Um, fortunately, most of my enemies don't. But anyway, who's going to call in? 330-536-1466. Come on, people. Tim Coramal oh. should call in. I, I know he should. Oh, hold on. Well, while I wait for a caller. There we I, go. I Heather, Heather's um, calling. Heather's Heather's on the line right now. All right, hi Heather. Are you are you uh is your uh, uh suspense accounted for? 
Yes. Okay. Um, now, I did say I missed A&W. Um, Good one, yeah. To, when, I was, when I was growing up, I lived in Niles, Michigan. We used to go to A&W. We'd get burgers, root beer, that kind of stuff. And I believe before I was born, they actually had people on roller skates come out to your car. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I, I think uh, there was actually a, a, a drive up somewhere around here or in Pennsylvania that was an A and W that had they sell the car hops. Uh, if not on roller skates, yeah. at least they ran out to your car. We have a, oh, yeah. a, pl- a place like that called that place I mentioned before. Swenson's is like that. They're, they're not on roller uh-huh. skates, but yeah. I remember. I just. I just wish I would have been alive back at that time um yes i loved drive-through theaters drive-through movies i thought those were so much fun hold Um, on a second here we have to we have some damage control to do adam what did you do uh, I, I seem to have upset Shani, and for that, I am genuinely sorry, and I just want to make it clear that I am not being held at gunpoint and forced to say this. I'm saying this because I want to. Well, yeah. Uh, so you can take the gun away. Because Francie said, Francie said, Dear Adam, Shani got a little upset. She is not in diapers, LOL. What do what you, I, when did you, did you say she was in diapers? I was joking, I swear! I said her son. I said the. I said the guy was still a young pup. Okay. Oh, a young pup I'm is s- one thing, but in oh. diapers. <laughs> diapers. I'm. I'm. I, look, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, it was. That's, I, I, that's cold. I, I am. That's cold, Adam. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? I, I am an asshole, and I'm sorry. And. I, 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 Michelle, if you do cookies this year, send my cookies to Shani. <laughs> you are, your family's in the diaper business? Wait, what? <laughs> what was that? I, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think that's from, I think it's from a mighty wind or something. You are, your family's in the Nothing. diaper business? So, uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Shani is a young woman, Francie says, but thank so yes. Shani uh, on the behalf of the entire network, I apologize for this this miserable buffoon. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and am I am I am I getting suspended? Uh no, but your your suspense is accounted for. Uh but uh <laughs> He's gonna have a verbal reprimand. You know what, Adam? Adam. Adam. No, that's a verbal reprimand. It's an unverbal, unverbal, no, unwritten verbal uh, is what it is. But anyway, all right. Heather, Heather, come. Don't just do something. Sit there. Yeah, don't just Um, do something. (laughs) There we go. Heather, Heather, go ahead. And I would love to hear that clip where. Um, the lady from the office is saying, these are horrible, horrible people. Oh, no, no. I think this is a... I think, I think what you're saying is this. When it's political night, let's just horrible, horrible people. 
Oh no! Yeah. Well, here, here. I, let me play it for you. It's not horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. This is a terrible, yeah. terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Just terrible. There we go. That's rem- gonna be rem- needed. I remember that episode too. Uh, yeah, Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots was that episode. Scott's, <laughs> Scott's, he promised to pay for all their college. And then just gave them batteries for MacBooks. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, and and uh, and by the way, Adam France. He says it's all good. She is smiling. So so Shanny, Shanny, we love you. Uh, even Adam, as cold hearted as he is. So. <laughs> oh, Adam, you don't seem too cold hearted at all. He's not. He's not. I'm just fucking with him. Um, so. I've got a reputation pick. Come I on. know. I know. Bad one. Uh, so anyway, all right, Heather. Uh, we'll give you a couple more minutes. Uh, nobody else is calling in. So, uh, uh, is there a question you'd like to ask us real quick uh, 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 along the lines of what we've been uh, talking about? Do you guys have any hobbies besides crafting and drawing? And do you like to do things like... Now, I remember your... You said that your wife is um, into dragon boats. I had a mm-hmm. cousin that did a race one year. Yeah. Um, and he had so much fun. He really liked it. Well, I I will say something. I don't know if you know this about me, but Susan, before Dragon Boats, was also, she was a a roller derby uh, player. And um, I was an announcer for roller derby for a season. So I think you know about all my other, you know, hobbies, the crafting and stuff like that, and being in bands and whatnot, Mm -hmm. and writing and drawing and painting and stuff. But I was a roller derby announcer for a season. How about that? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Did you ever participate? Uh, hell no. I don't want to break an ankle. All right. <laughs> we don't necessarily have to break an ankle. I, I used to skate when I weighed 80 pounds. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not I'm not going to do it as a big, giant man. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, just, it's like, you know, bowl in a china shop. Come on. So, in the. Ch- Michelle, go ahead. Not know about me. Yes. Um, I have a saltwater uh, fish tank, and that's a very intensive hobby. Oh, yeah, it is. That's a very, isn't very that, difficult Isn't task. that the tank that Loki once took a swim in? Yes, he did. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was doing a water change, and I had the top open, and he decided to jump up on the top, which he normally could, and ended well, up uh, hip deep in coral and water. Yep. Well, to be oh, fair, for Loki, you know what Loki was trying to do with the fish? Simple as this. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. There you go. Yeah, so that's that's what I do. I um that's one of my other side hobbies is I, I I've got a reef tank and that's very intensive work and you know, I've grown corals and you know, breed you have uh, shrimp and stuff that breed in there and you know, mm. we've got all sorts of aquatic life in there that has come about by me creating this coral reef and you know important importing certain different things into it that's awesome i had no idea thank you for sharing that that's very cool uh joe what about you uh is there is there a, a hobby or or thing that you do um 
that we might not know about or have done in the past? Well, in the past, I've played a little guitar. Really? Um, yeah. Acoustic yeah. or electric? Uh, no, acoustic. No, and no. electric. I had an electric guitar. Oh, okay. Well, you are in the yeah. electric city. It stands to reason. Yes. Mostly acoustic. Um, yeah. Could you yeah, play any full yeah. songs? But, uh, could you play any full songs? Oh, I could strum. I mean, I can never riff or anything like that. Well, no, I just meant were there any songs? That, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. You know, play. Oh. You know, Purple Haze. But you know, did you? Were there? Did you? <laughs> yeah. I actually. You know. No. Oh, um. Yeah, Purple Haze isn't that different. And uh, Rocky Raccoon. Nice. Yeah, I, I used to do all the top fifties or top one hundred songs. Nice. We used when to, was that? In the sixties. In the sixties. Sixties. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did you have a band? Uh, no, we we briefly tried to, to form one in high school, and that that fell apart. You can't. Did you have a name time, for it? Even if it failed, did, was there a name for it? Oh no, no, okay. we didn't. It didn't even get that far. All right. Because uh, at the time, uh, the only instrument besides the guitar and the drums was a tuba we had. That wasn't going to work. <laughs> so, Come on, it's a good bass know. substitute. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, was, we, we, let's, roll, let, let's roll along. Uh, Miles, uh, is there a, a secret uh, hobby or, or skill or something that you've never talked about on any of the shows that you might have? Um... I uh, no, <laughs> I'm I'm a pretty open book. Well, except uh, you know I write I, I I write fantasy for Michelle, but other than that, uh, you know I mean uh, as a game master I'm uh, you know coming up with stories and creative and creative uh, you know adventures mm-hmm. for people to play in. But then you know I I have uh, uh, stuff I just do for Michelle. So well, that's cool. Well, he, he's a very good tutor for college kids for for uh oh well, I done that in years, see yeah, to- well again in the past joe hasn't played guitar in years and i haven't been a, an announcer for roller derby in years yeah yeah he's he, he was really good uh was it um uh, uh i got the calculus tutor yeah nice nice yeah. all right last but not least mr adam hebert what's something people might not know about you Oh, geez. What, what do they not know about me? Oh, I mean, I'm not good at hiding stuff. I I write as a hobby. And your energy level reaches more than 9,000. <laughs> it might, yeah, it might reach, it might exceed that as well. Yeah. You know. I think it might actually reach 20,000. Oh, well, or, well, at the very least, over this number. Oh, it's over 9,000! There you go. Oh, see, I thought you were looking for the over 20,000. No, no, she said it She said it reaches, and then I said it exceeds with over 9,000. So. Um, I mean, I, 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 I write, I prefer fantasy fiction, although I have also experimented with um, young adult Lovecraftian fiction. Um course everyone knows i'm a gamer i i love classic rpgs getting ready to dive back in the chrono trigger when i finish with earthbound there you go there you go all right so there's a little bit of something uh so it looks like uh you're getting to know us a little bit better heather getting to know you 
All right, uh, we but we got to let you go. We got to go to the break, and then we're gonna have questions from the, these this motley crew here. So it'll be fun. But Heather, you got to call in uh, next Tuesday. Your package should be arriving tomorrow. Are you giddy? Are you super giddy about your your care package? Yes. So yes. it's got some nonsense. It has some, some nonsense in it. We have been recipients of one of his care packages. He put some great stuff in there. <laughs> okay. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, call us when. You, yeah, definitely call on Tuesday if you get the care package, and uh, we'll we'll have you on for a little bit longer, and you can list off to everybody everything that's in the care package. Okay. Okay. All right, because <laughs> so, I want everybody to know what a thoughtful or thoughtless person I am. <laughs> All righty, talk to you guys soon. All right, night, Heather. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. So... All right, there we go. Okay, so you guys, uh, do all you have a question uh, ready to go for for everybody? For I've got next mine. One? Yeah, yeah. Adam. Yeah. All yep. right, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Well, one more, a little under an hour of uh, turn up the night, the weekend edition. Lots more questions to figure out. You know, again, getting to know all of us. Getting to know you. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with anything. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Indie Media Weekly Radio. For those who dare. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. You know what that means? No. Listen, learn, read on at IndieMediaWeekly.com. And now, on with the show. It's over 9,000! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Oh, sorry. I screwed that up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Turn Off the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Where we're playing a little something called, uh... Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. And... Getting to oh, wait, there's more. You, getting to hold you like me. We already like one another. We already like one another. We don't have to worry about that part. Uh, but it's interesting finding out little things about uh, people that you talk to all the time that you might not know. Um, and what's funny is that I, when we went on break, I walked around the corner into the living room 
and I was talking to Susan, thinking she was on the couch, and I, I'm like, yeah, you don't mind that I'm using that getting to know you thing that we, you know, you guys used on Resistor Sisters, uh, you know, back in the day, and and I turn around the corner, and there's like doctor sitting on the couch, just licking his butthole, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not Susan, so. <laughs> So I walked out and so I went out to the sun porch and I and I saw she was in the backyard with the, the outdoor kitty Billy, and um and, and I said oh yeah so and I told her what I just told you guys and then I was like whoa there's a skunk out here somewhere and, and she's like yep fart squirrels on the prowl so yeah fart squirrels and yeah <laughs> tra- trash pandas now speaking of cats though Kenny I don't know if you've seen this well hold but, on one uh, second Adam Hebert. Adam Ebert, Mike Check Radio, and or shit, uh, 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 Clarksville, <laughs> Clarksville, Tennessee. Welcome back. Uh-huh. I've now said I've moved up in the world. Thank you very much. But yes. no, uh, there's this picture of this shelter cat, this huge shelter cat. Mm-hmm. He looks so cute, but I can't have pets. I th- yeah. I would get this cat. He's a he is the size of a small of a like a you know a smallish dog. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I'm not talking like whizzy, whizzy size. I'm talking like eh, a like large a mi- beagle, like a minibus. Yeah, your oh. pets are a whole additional set of uh, financial liabilities. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I, I guess, like that. You're, you're, you're at least, no at least, we'll say this: Adam is turning the corner on cats, so that is good. So. It's not um, my fault. My cat keeps trying. To, my cats kept trying to kill me. True. true. <laughs> All right, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, looking forward to uh, the. You got a new uh, Tim Cormel show coming up this uh, Sunday, right? That we do. That we do. You you got the doing. Got a sneak peek huh? for the clown car. We will be doing the gospel according to Trump. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. I will be reading what the hell? Book of Trump Genesis. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, no. You got any two Corinthians in there too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I almost uh, I, I almost used the two Corinthian uh, logo I have, but uh, no, I, I just went with the the gospel by Trump. You know, you should spell Trump Genesis like they did Terminator Genesis, G E N Y S Y S. Oh. Or G- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Well, there you go, because that was terrible as well. Uh, so, <laughs> Trump, he'd spell it with a J. Yeah, probably. Yes, we will be reading from the, the book of Trump Genesis on Sunday. Jenny, I will be a Salomon. Sorry. He's the chosen one. Oh, God. Well, okay, there's our political talk, folks. Uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM and uh, baker of excellent cookies and maker of odd snacks with peanut butter and pepperoni. Yeah. And cheddar cheese. I'll say and unique pickles. snacks. So you unique to, snacks. Yeah, you, you can't leave those out. No, not at all. And uh, last but not least, uh, Mr. Miles Lagon, uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, as well, writer of fictions and ma- painter or no maker of models or dioramas Indeed. and whatnot. So, all right. Uh, so everybody has a question, correct? Yes, I do. All right. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I who- have a backup question in case my question is already asked. 
Yeah, same, same. Okay, all right. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, who would like to go first? Um, me. Just, okay, Michelle, you go first, and I'll start with and, and ask uh, ask me last. Uh, so, since I'm doing uh, Mad Libs, so and go I for it. I will uh, Mad cons. I'm going to ask a question, and I will let you know what my answer is to this question. Is there? A childhood memory of a meal or an item your parents would make that made you absolutely gag or be sickened. Oh, easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and mine was. That's easy. My, yeah, my, my mother would make something called galunkies, <laughs> which is a stuffed cabbage dish. You basically take cabbage leaves. Stuff it with like a hamburger mix with rice mm-hmm. and stew it. Mm-hmm. And my mother would stew it for so long that the ha- uh, the cabbage leaves would be transparent. The meat would be rubber, and the rice were like little hard pebbles. Oh. And it wow. would make me ill. I I I, I couldn't eat it. I ha- I had to drink like three glasses of milk to <laughs> it down my throat. During dinner, <laughs> those galunkies were galunkies. Oh, they were horrible, <laughs> and it's supposed to be a really good dish, and it's been ruined for me forever because it of that. is. Yeah, that's stuffed cabbage. We had that all the time, and I loved it. So that, but that it, that's but my it, did, it wasn't like what you described. No, uh, my mother. Well, my mother was horrible with it. Ugh. Well, who who do you want to answer that question first? Um, Joe. Uh, yeah, for me it was easy uh, because uh, it, it always made our house smell like somebody pissed on the radiator. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my, auntie, my aunt used to make, make kidneys. Oh. 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 <laughs> they were terrible. And when she was making them, honestly, you'd, you'd walk in, you'd think somebody's pee, peed on a radiator. <laughs> it was mm. terrible. Terrible. Wow. I, I remember the first time my future brother-in-law at the time walked in, he said, it smells like a French whorehouse in here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, did you did you say to your aunt? This is a terrible, terrible do thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Yes. Just I begged terrible. her. I, I begged her that when she made kidneys, so let me take vacation. I didn't want to be in the house. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it was an awful, awful, awful thing. I would never eat them, Ouch. and um, <laughs> I, I would never. I didn't want to be around when they were being prepared. Um. Okay. Uh, Miles, you're next. Oh, my mom would make stuffed green peppers and I'm not a fan of cooked vegetables and this I would eat I could eat the meat but the the green peppers became just this soggy vegetable mass of I would try to eat anything any any side dish you know double triple side uh, no I, I couldn't stomach it it was, it was. I hated green peppers I, as a kid too, and and uh, I don't even know what the dish was that involved eggplant. But oh my god, <laughs> uh, 
can't handle eggplant. No. Oh, I hate eggplant too. I'm right there with. Oh, oh they, it, it, unless it's super breaded, and it's eggplant parmesan from this restaurant called uh-huh. Peppers. Uh, it can be done right, but if it's just eggplant like parmesan has to be done crispy. Yeah, if it's if it's if eggplant is slimy, no, game over, man, mm-hmm. game over. Now, has to, there's a, there's an art to making eggplant parmesan crispy and saucy. That's an art. Yeah. So, okay, uh, hold on. I just got. I just got to play this about the eggplant. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> yes. All right, Adam. I, I've never had a decent eggplant either, so I have to, you know, try to find one sometime. So, Adam, you're trying. Yes, I can't. I can't remember that far back. You can't, can't remember, remember anything your mother made that you gagged about. Um. No. I'm 50-something right. years old, and you're only in your 30s. <laughs> oh, I got I got like half a dozen, but I'm going to narrow it down to two. Is okay, Kenny, your turn. One time she made vegetables. One time mom made vegetable soup with okra in it, and I got a piece of okra, and I was like, what's this? She's like, it's okra. It's good. I put it in my mouth, and it was slimy and hairy all at once, oh. and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Never again. And, uh, but the worst, the worst, it was like fucking punishment on liver and onions night. Oh my God. What beef liver? I can handle chicken liver to a certain degree, but seriously, beef liver and onions. Oh my God. No, I just don't eat organ meats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are sorry. I was reading Slimy Nose by Moonmare in the chat, and I said sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, uh, but no, no. It, it, beef liver is sorry because it's slimy. It's nasty. It tastes like blood and, and uh, iron. Uh, and ugh. No, uh, don't give me, don't feed me something that's filtered all kinds of horrible shit out of an animal's body. I'm sorry. You know, they used to make something out of the chicken blood. My grandmother, it was called in Italian, sanguinage. That sounds terrible. It was a blood pudding. Well, sanguinage. Well, yeah, sanguine means blood, right? Right, right. It was a blood pudding. And they used to put it in a casing like sausage. Mm-hmm. And, d- and dad's like i love liver and onions bravo dad bravo so does, <laughs> so does susan susan loves that garbage but you know what i ain't eating it ever again <laughs> it's, nice to know, it's nice to know that hasn't jeopardized your, your marriage kenny or or my relationship with my father right <laughs> No, your yeah, relationship with your dad. Yeah, liver or that done too. horribly I'm... wrong. <laughs> oh, so, liver yeah. is awful. And, 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 and no, there's no way to do beef liver correctly. I'm sorry. Well, they can't. <laughs> yeah, let me give you some advice. Don't ever get into kidney. Oh, don't don't. Oh, no, hey, no, no. It's <laughs> it, that's fine, Joe. We're good. We're good. Yeah. But yeah, I Susan okay. went to a local restaurant of. Uh, 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 year or two maybe three years ago and ordered the liver and onions uh, onions because she loves it and i was like okay i will try i will try a small bite to see if my palate has 
changed since I was a child. Oh no, I spit it right in the napkin. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, let me, you know, do you have some dog shit I can clean my mouth out with? Jeez, <laughs> <So. laughs> Kenny, don't hold back. Deep fried, thinly sliced, and deep fried. No. It's the only eat it. You know the best way, and John Arthur Kendall will approve of this. Best way to to serve <laughs> uh, to serve beef liver, throw it in the trash. Yes. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I said the dog shit thing. That was crass. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, all right. So, uh, 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 is that everybody for for your question, Michelle? All right, so uh, who who wants to do their their question next? Oh yeah, I, I can go. Okay. So, um, what is everyone's favorite anime porn? No, I kid. No. <laughs> liver, liver and onions. <laughs> liver and onions with tentacles. Baka. Watch porn and those that lie about it. All right, so favorite. Uh, uh, like a childhood dessert or a dessert that uh, you know like a homemade dessert of, oh okay uh, that your parent you know dessert. mother yeah I mean something that wasn't you know like store bought um, that your mother or, or a family member not necessarily your mother would make and bring to gatherings or what have you Oh, now, now I'll answer this first because I can get it out of the way quick. Uh, but I, I need to read Tim's comment. He says, uh, uh, "He says you can all enjoy it. Eating organ organ meats is gross unless it has something to do with sex." I concur. So, <laughs> <laughs> how, did I, how did I guess he was going to say that? <laughs> uh, well, hey, that's 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 Tim, and of course, I'm sure after I read that comment, he said. <laughs> So, there uh, yes. uh, but my favorite one uh, uh, has to be uh, that banana pudding with Nilla wafers. Okay. And like whipped cream, easy. Oh, I loved that so much as a kid. That 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 probably was one of my favorite go-to things that that mom used to make uh, on a semi-regular basis. Oh. Um, I'll eat real quick. My mother was not an imaginative cook, as you can tell from my rendition of her galunkies. Yeah. But she had a recipe from my grandmother that was uh, amazing for cookies. It was a, it's called a ginger cream. It's almost like a cakey cookie. It's made with shortening and ginger and, and nutmeg and a few other spices. And I have it in my repertoire as well. And they are just freaking amazing. Nice. The best cookie I've ever tasted, other than mine. There you go. Very good. Who, who's next? Who didn't go? Uh, well, I could go. Yeah. Um, let's see. My mother used to make twice a year. Uh, she used to make um, her Italian pepper cookies. Ooh! They were a chocolate. They were chocolate cookies with pepper and a vanilla icing. Oh, that sounds amazing! They are. They are the best. They are. Oh. They. They. They still. They sell them in some stores. Some of the Italian specialty stores around here. And I have friends who make 
That sounded good. Can you get me the recipe? <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, well, I could. Yeah, I could get you a recipe. And I can't get you my mother's, but I could get you a recipe. Sure. I would love it. Yes. Yes. My friend's wife makes them. Yep. I will ask for a recipe. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Well, it looks like Adam is probably the next, uh, the the last in line for a favorite dessert, childhood desserts. Baked cinnamon, cinnamon sugar apples. Ooh. Nice. Oh, okay. Little whipped cream on them. I never tried it with whipped cream. No. Mm. Whipped cream on any dessert is good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Not on those pepper cookies, though. Unless you're a Frank Shane, he hates anything white. Even potatoes? He doesn't, no, potatoes are yellow to him, but he likes, he doesn't like whipped cream, he doesn't like sour cream, he doesn't, you know, he just has a... White formless stuff. His palate is very dulled because he has no sense of smell, so his, he needs spicy foods to even be able to taste things. Oh, wow, interesting. Very interesting. Okay, I'm done uh, scribbling down the mad uh, the mad cons for everybody. Uh, so okay, so we had a question from Miles and Michelle. Uh, Adam, do you have a, a question for for everybody? I do. I'm Wait adding, on. I've got a backup in case. So, because I know a lot of us have experience playing this sort of stuff. So my que- you know, I don't know about Joe, but my question is. <laughs> Do you have a what? What is your favorite uh, class or job in an RPG, like you know Dungeons and Dragons? Mm. Oh, that could that could tell you a lot about someone. I, I I'll tell you what I leaned heavily into playing clerics back in the day. Interesting. So you know that was I kind of like the the fighter that could use a little magic. Okay. Uh, well, since I've never had a chance to play with her on the player side of the table, Michelle. I am a really big fan of rogues. That's a shock. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. I, I know. I, I, I like, I like the, the uh, skill points they get. I like the ability to Almost talk your way out of any situation. Yep. Yep. They're like a bard without the horniness. Yeah, I've I've done every character class and some more than twice, but um, the row is just it speaks to me a bit. Very good. <laughs> I, I Miles. I'm more of an archer, tracker, ranger. Um, you know the. Attack from a distance. You know, I've I've dabbled in magic. The magic <clears> user <throat> ones. I had. Uh, I mean, my first 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 edition character was like a fighter. I did fighter, and I split class to magic user, and that was fun. That's the old school multi class. When you said archer, I pictured you as Gilgamesh for Fate Stay Night. <laughs> but I, I'm right about clerics. So old school clerics from AD and D could like early eighties. Yeah. yeah, it was fighter magic user kind of hybrid, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're they're a, a magic user that can usually wear heavy armor. Yeah, but you I mean, couldn't use cool. 
Well, old school, yeah. you couldn't use bladed weapons, though, right? Right. Correct. You still can. Okay. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. If it's your god's weapon. Oh, right, right, right. Touche. You got me, Michelle. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you have any experience playing Dungeons & Dragons or anything like that? I figure you probably don't, but I don't want to no. just assume. No. I, uh, my, my last foray into games was Pong. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. So this is where my ultimate well, question well, What about? Hold on, hold on. Let's just clarify. All right, so Joe, was your favorite the left side or the right side? <laughs> <laughs> the I left was- side, obviously. I was ambidextrous. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So he played with himself. <laughs> that's that's the old line from Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, see, this, th- then I'm gonna pitch my then I'm gonna pitch my my alternate idea. What about a set? Uh, what about a Saturday morning cartoon? You you were a kid when those first started, so. Or, or you know, open it up Saturday morning oh, live I, action okay. show too, possibly. Yeah. Oh, or I could just say kids show in general. Yeah, Saturday morning kids show. Saturday morning show. Yeah. Or kids, kids show. show. Kids show. Doesn't mm. have to be limited to Saturday morning. Or well, or Saturday radio. Was big in my day. In my day. My day. It 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 was Saturday morning and uh, oh gee, <clears throat> I guess it it was either Sky King. Oh. Oh, nice. Or, um, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. Oh, that's a good one. And his dog, King. King, that's right. King, that's right. Yes, King. Yeah, because that was they. They did a yes. radio show of that too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was, no, it, it was no Johnny Dollar, but you know. <laughs> no, no, there's no Johnny Dollars. No, no, but uh, yes, and Sky King and his niece Penny. Oh, yeah. look at that! So yeah, we got some good Saturday morning cartoons coming. Uh, KTKs or Space Ghost or Speed Racer or maybe Hong Kong Fooey. Yes, yes, oh, and yeah. yes. So. Uh, Ken Senior, Rintin, Dad came in, Rintin Tin, oh, Rintin Tin, that's right up your alley, Joe. All right, that is. So, actually, yeah. if if you, you you know the the Weatherwax lore that uh, Rintin Tin is what inspired uh, Rudd Weatherwax to uh, get into dog training. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Uh, Rintin Tin goes all the way back to the Nickelodeons in the twenties. Yeah, yeah. Explain to the millennials might, that might be listening what a Nickelodeon is. <laughs> it's a it's a uh, video game that you had a crank. <laughs> <laughs> you put a nickel in and you crank it, and it has a it has a film a, a backlighted film reel that you crank by hand after you put a nickel in to see a, a little a little film strip. Right, yeah. and you would see a, a, a short film. Yes, and the the westerns. Yes, yes, they did. Michelle boardwalks, arcades. Yep. Boardwalks, arcades. They were big in the bigger. bigger, They hit their height, I think, in the twenties, when films started coming out, like at the turn of the century, and then it was an easy way to to push shorts in in those Nickelodeons, and you could put a Mm -hmm. nickel in and crank it up, and 
you would watch Rin Tin Tin do all heroic things, and yeah. All right. That's it. Well, and Heather says the Smurfs. Uh, Ken says, yo, Rennie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dad says, yo, Rennie. And uh, also, um, uh, KT Kaser said, healer or rogue uh, uh, for uh, D&D class. And Meow Goodness says, Johnny Quest. And... um, he also said, I was so lucky in Tunnels and Trolls, I actually defeated a killer rabbit. <laughs> so, um, I remember Tunnels and Trolls uh, in name only. But that was that was like a D&D knockoff or something. Uh, was it a board game or what? So, uh, But anyway, so everybody's asked a question except for Joe. Joe, you haven't asked a question. So, My question was going to be, what is the earliest memory you have of a national event oh wow oh okay uh the bicentennial for me the bicentennial 1976 uh everybody was going bonkers and when I, i was five years old and I was like, yay, Bicentennial Quarters! Oh, 7-Up bottles, I have the Bicentennial. Everything's red, red, white, and blue. That year for my birthday, for my fifth mm-hmm. birthday, I had red, white, and blue cupcakes. I, no, no, no. I think I had an American flag cake down in the park in New Waterford. I don't remember exactly. But wow. at, at the very least, we had red, white, and blue cupcakes or a flag cake. I don't remember. But it was crazy. Because, you know, my birthday is June 15th. Bicentennial's July 7th. Well, you know, it was July 7th that year, obviously. That was huge for me because it was everywhere. Everybody was wearing red, white, and blue. Everybody loved each other, and nobody was de- declaring somebody, you know, you're not a patriot. You're not a patriot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. There was no faux patriotism. I mean, I, I remember it being unity and pride for real, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's mine. That's That's mine. Okay. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, mine is pretty much. I, I have. I, I was. Uh, I was born in '67, so '76. I'd be nine. Was I be nine? Yeah, I'd only be nine, nine years old. But as far as a national event, I, I remember. Or a world that, event. It doesn't have to be a, like, you know, a big, big national or world event that you remember. I'm trying to think back in that time, but I mean, I have no memory of the Nixon. Uh, debacle. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You were too young uh, no. for that. Yeah, I was too young. So the really the, the bicentennial. We were at, went to New York, and they partied. They had fireboats. I remember. They, I mean, a, a fireworks display, and the fireboats would shoot red, white, and blue water out of their cannons, uh, arcing across the bay, Hudson Bay, or whatever bay that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hudson mm-hmm. River. That sounds right. Uh, you know this and the and the, the yeah it was a, it was a, it was quite a, sh- a show and I, I kind of you know as best as I can remember it that's what I remember of uh, of a national or world event first um, oh, okay my earliest thing was I remember my parents attitude changed about certain things about um, enjoying us. Our, 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 the kids of us, uh, us kids, enjoying our freedom. 
think it was 1974, they were really concerned about a, a big kidnapping that, was it Patty Hearst that got kidnapped here? Oh, geez. Sounds yeah, about, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. I don't remember. That was just it was before the bicentennial. Two years before the bicentennial was it? Yes, two years before the bicentennial. I remember the bicentennial really big, but I also remember my parents. Their attitude changed. I was like six years old at that point, and something was different. And they were talking about a big kidnapping, and I'm I'm thinking it was a Patty Hearst kidnapping. At that yeah, point. that was in '74. So, that was '74. Yeah. yeah. So that's my earliest. When I was six years old, I remember them becoming a little different and talking about safety and and you know you're mm -hmm. never too old or too young to worry about where you are and who you know and things like that yeah. so yeah so from the chat heather's uh says she's with me bicentennial uh kenny pick senior says thanksgiving 1954 um what happened thanksgiving 1954 and um let me see. Where was the uh, Trojan? Oh, KTK Trojan Rabbit said JF JFK. Yeah. So. KTK sir said assassination of MLK Jr. MLK, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Trojan Rabbit JFK's funeral. So. That's okay. where it was. All right. So and Adam, there's a there's a trivia question for you. The horse that pulled the uh, the casket. What was the horse's name? Rin Tin Tin. No. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> no, no. Silver? I'm being, fu I'm being funny. Scout? Okay, I'll tell you. It was Blackjack. Well, like the gum. Like the gum. Yep. If you remember, the, the caisson was pulled by a horse with the reverse boots in the, in the stirrups. And no rider. The riderless horse with the boots... In, yeah. you know reversed and his name was blackjack and he pulled the case on yep that's cool oh okay so thanksgiving 1954 had something to do with uh, the red menace was that what, what mm. was that uh what, what happened I, I i don't know i'm ignorant here was that before we went to uh korea no we were out of korea by then I don't know. We were so. out of Korea by then. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't <clears> there with Ken Senior. I'm afraid. Oh, Dad said nothing happened. I got the question wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> he ate. Too, he ate too much stuffing. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. the, stuffing, the stuffing incident of '54. Please, over. Thanks, Dad. So <laughs> it was the it was the stuffing versus potatoes debate of '54. Oh, that's right. And now with our famous hot gravy. I remember now. So, uh, well, Adam, why Adam, not just have both? All right. Well, we, we we gotta we gotta run along. So, Adam, what, what's your uh, uh, answer, Joe's question there about uh, first major event? Challenger. A Challenger. That makes sense. Thirties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that happened in 84? 85. 85. 85. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if anybody watches... Ironically, I was four in 85. Well, if see, any... there's the generational gap there, Adam, because my first <clears throat> memory of a world event or a national event was 
a space thing. It was Sputnik. I see. Very so. Sputnik yes. is is your first uh, memory of a major event. First memory of a major thing happening that, you know, I mm-hmm. I was aware and and uh, yeah, sort of scared the shit out of me. Well, I remember going outside with my parents, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd look up in the sky and you could actually see it, this light moving across. Yeah, before you had all that goddamn light pollution like we have now from hotels and restaurants and street lights. Yeah, and- I was remember I, I'm I'm right outside the Electric City, so you know we yeah. had a lot of lights anyway. Well, not like today, <laughs> seriously. Oh, Moon no. Mayor, I remember seriously. Nixon resigning. Uh, KTK was at work with the Challenger. I rem- uh, Challenger was was probably the second that one, and probably the election of Reagan. I, I remember that uh, quite well because my oh. parents were not happy about that. Someday um, I have to tell you about a, sto- a party we had that night that Reagan was elected. Oh, actually, I have a pretty I good. Terrible. I have a pretty good I was memory. In utero the night Reagan was elected. I have a pretty good memory of of Carter getting getting elected too. Uh, so, cause, oh, yeah. you know, that was yeah. around the same time as the you know bicentennial, obviously. So, mm-hmm. but uh, anyway, uh, we have I to go to the. I agree about Challenger though. Challenger was really big because I was in high school at the yeah. time, and it really shocked the crap out of us because we had a chemistry teacher. Uh, no, a physics teacher that was one of the the last finalists to go yeah. up in that. Well, yeah, we were watching it on on the TV in our classroom, so yeah, they turned. We were it off. outside watching it. <laughs> we're in Florida. So we yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we were watching on TV, <laughs> and then I remember Don Blosser, uh, my Mr. Blosser, my teacher. He turned it off. So after a while, yeah. And, Our teacher uh, just turned around and walked back in because he was the guy that was going to be able to be on that. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah, that's scary shit. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, we got to go to the break. Um, we're way over right here, but I do have two Mad Libs almost completely filled up by our lovely chat room that we're going to. I'm sorry, Great Mad question, Cons. Joe. Mad Cons. Very good question. So. Look at you. I'm like, what about Pop-Tarts? So. I'm about to make you gag as a kid. Tell me about Pop-Tarts, you fools. So. All right. We got to go to the break. When we come back, we'll have lightning round, a couple mad cons, a.k.a. mad libs, when we return. So hang tight. We'll be right back right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Fire. Out in the madness, the madness we 
I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. And thank you, Clarksville. Welcome back to the final portion of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night. And uh, also, I want everybody to stick around for the debut of, you just heard the promo for it, the Lunatic Parade with Cousin Curtis and his good friend Trent. And, um, you know, and I had such a great time talking to those guys. Oh, that was a great interview with them uh, last Tuesday. Uh, right, Mike Check Radio Gang. Yep. Right, Mike Check Radio Gang. Yep. Yep. yep we're here. Yeah, okay. I, I love their promo. I, I I've, I've talked to Miles about. It. I said they have a. He has a great voice for the promo. Oh yeah, yeah, cousin Curtis. He's he's a, a wonderful man, and we got to get both him and Trent to do some uh, voice work for us, and we'll we'll do uh, some for them uh, as well. So, all right, and Joe, in case you were out of the loop. Yeah, brand new show debuting here, 10.15 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, they talk about geeky stuff. The first one's a, a heavily about role-playing, but it is a great conversation. Like I said, it's uh, during the interview with them, it's kind of like the, the, the gang from Stranger Things all grown up and, uh, you know, <laughs> talking about the 80s, you know. Or, uh, wait, wait, wait. You know. They're encroaching on my territory. Um, they're older than you, and you know they're Damn it. That's they're not really encroaching because you you can't help but talk about all the the awfulness in the world too. So, 
I'm, I'm mostly <laughs> joking, Kenny. I, I, I'm not actually mad. Well, I'm, I'm mad. As, I'm mad as heck. And no. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I haven't gotten mad in a very long time. A very long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> this, folks. This man has the patience of a freaking saint. He's dealt with me for almost ten years. Yeah. 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 I, and you know, I got lumps of patience around back too. By the way, we, we got lumps of it around the back. Yeah. So uh, anyway, all right, here we go, gang. You guys ready for Mad Cons? Even though we still the jingle's still for Mad Libs. Con. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. Let's go seniority for this. Uh, Joe, uh, seniority on uh, Turn Up the Night. By height. By height. By height, yeah. Uh, Verb ending in ING, Joe. Ringing. Ringing. Uh, Ring, ring. As in ring, ring. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Adam, part of the body, plural. Bulls. Uh, bulls. Uh, Rain and Joe would approve. Um, yes. All right. Um, uh, seniority alphabetically, Michelle. <laughs> uh, adverb, please. Adverb. The bane of our existence. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say shittily. All right. <laughs> Yeah. And Miles, Adam a verb. A, just a regular old verb for you, Miles. Finger. Finger. I can always count on you to, to <laughs> go where no man has gone before. <laughs> Adam, a number. You really have to ask? 42. All right, fine. 42. All right. You know what? I'm going to screw with you. I'm going to say no. For 24. It's All right. too bad. It's the highest oh, number. No. It's the highest number. So, uh, or you could have said oh, over 9,000. Uh, so, Joe, part of the body, plural. <laughs> Kidneys. <laughs> I already put that in. Kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a terrible doctor impression. It's okay. I already put in kidneys, Joe. You got to pick another one. Oh, oh, you put kidneys in already? Yeah, yeah. Well, you were telling your story. Oh. I actually wrote it in. So. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. I know. I was I was cribbing. Uh, body part. Uh, kneecaps. All right, kneecaps. This is not gonna break your kneecaps. That's next not time. filthy. You pay up, or I, I break your kneecaps. It's all right. That's all right. Okay, so all right, here we go. Michelle on number six six seven. Six six seven neighbor of the beast. Uh <laughs> Miles Miles uh a color. Oh um Pus yellow. Mmm Yum <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Adam, 
Yes. The oh no no I'm sorry Joe Joe actually Joe the name of a conservative. Um, Brian Kilmeade. <laughs> Kilmeade. <laughs> uh, Kilmeade the Dillweed. Uh, Kilmeade the Dillweed. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll put that in too. A uh, little collaborative effort there. Adam, a verb, past tense. Oh. And this verb, is, past tense. Yeah, this is going to do it. Voided. Voided. Okay. As long as you didn't void it on a radiator, it's okay. <laughs> okay, that actually looks pretty funny. Okay, here we go. This is from Peace, Love, and Mad Libs. Uh, it's, the, it's the hippie version of Mad Libs, or Mad Cons, I should say. So, uh, this, this one's called Peace is the Word. Peace is the word that you heard. <laughs> oh, God. Right off the, right off the bat. Here we go. So, our penis... Don't say penis in this house! ...studies teacher had us write a 667-word paper on the different symbols for peace. I learned many... <laughs> I learned many interesting cats, such as the pus yellow doves. Is, <laughs> the pus yellow dove is a symbol of love, peace, and loaf of bread. <laughs> uh, the olive escargot represents a peace offering or goodwill gesture, as in the next door neighbors extended a kibble branch. To Brian Kilme, the dillweed, after their dog voided on his pebble. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't the want dog, a dog voiding on your pebble. No. You don't want a dog to void on your pebble. No. Um, no. Yeah, the, the V sign is a shit stained gesture made by holding up two kidneys in the shape of the letter V. <laughs> that might work. It might be, yeah, yeah. It smells like Maybe. you know somebody pissed on a radiator as well. Yeah. Um, the peace sign. The peace sign is the most of the. I'm sorry. The peace sign is one of the most lily-livered symbols in the mailbox. It was popular with hippies who give spray, who spray painted it on radiators while shouting, "Give galunkies a chance." <laughs> <laughs> Never. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, as you can see, I again, I was cribbing while you guys were saying things. I was like, and people weren't giving me stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. Moon Mare, yes. It was penis studies. Yeah. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. So, uh, and... get out of my house. All right, here we go. This one is for peace sake. Get it like not for Pete's sake, but for peace's sake. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, my flagrant brother and sister are at it again, fighting like cats in Scrapple. <laughs> I've had enough. I've decided to give them a stern ringing to. I will look them straight in their balls and say. <laughs> 
Living under the same eggplant means we're going to get on one another's slimy noses from time to time. <laughs> but you two are shittily insensitive. You don't have to argue at the drop of a noodle. Think before you finger. Take a few deep... <laughs> Take a few deep liver yeah. and onion. Yes, take a few deep liver and onions and count to twenty-four. If you don't, I'm warning you. I'll take matters into my own kneecaps and knock you flat on your snickerdoodles. <laughs> wow, there's something so horribly wrong with that. And the last sentence is, now let's have some fluorescent peace and cookies. <laughs> there we go. It's a peace and quiet. So, uh, there you go. Peace, love, and Mad Libs, everybody. Thank you for contributing. We got to start wrapping things. Yeah, we got to. That, 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 was, that was solid. That was solid. I liked it. Um. So yeah, parting shots because we have again. How exciting is that? A brand new show to offer every uh, Friday at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern and every Saturday at seven p.m. Eastern. The Lunatic Parade with Cousin Curtis and Trent and their menagerie of uh, of geeks, middle aged white geeks. Gotta love it. So, um, uh, it, and yeah. Please check it out and and give feedback where you can. Hang out here for the chat if you if you're gonna listen. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so okay, parting shots. We'll uh, we'll do reverse. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, seniority. Starting reverse alphabetically. Miles, what's your parting shot, sir? Um. Good question. Let's go with. Um, <laughs> Just tune into Mike Check Radio on Sunday, and we're having a nice uh, politics-free show, and we'll have fun. I believe that is the the, the truth. With so, Destroyer did, Curtis. But did you? Yeah, with Destroyer Kurt. Yeah, yeah. Cousin Curtis from the Lunatic Parade will be there. Um, is he going to be there all three hours? I offered, I asked him if he wanted to, and he said anything would be fine, so I would mention okay. yes. All right, there you go. Uh, so, but uh, anyway, uh, Miles, though, uh, what do you think of the, the show format tonight? A L- little fun uh, relief yeah, from uh, politics? Very entertaining and, uh, yeah, relaxing, everything. Well, it's a, it was a winning winning uh, thing, yes. Yay! I'll, I'll, right. I'll pat myself on the back again. Uh, Michelle, uh, did you enjoy yourself tonight, and what's your parting shot? I didn't enjoy myself. Um, it's it's jeez. Uh, so another one of those times you have to remember we cannot ever take ourselves too seriously. You know mm-hmm. there are serious aspects in our life, and we have to sometimes step away from them and just have fun. I know. Just rehash yeah. and enjoy each other's company, and just you know just be pleasant to each other, please. We need that right now. Yeah. Sometimes you need to step away from the spaghetti sandwich and just say, <laughs> Or hey. spaghetti mess of other situations. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> step away from the spaghetti, spaghetti sandwich. Yeah. yeah. There it is. The biscotti, the biscotti sandwich. Yeah. Uh, but anything else, Michelle? No, I'm, I'm good. 
All right. Well, I appreciate you and Miles helping out uh, all week this week. That was fantastic. And uh, looking forward to talking to you guys on Sunday. Speaking of Sunday, Mr. Adam Hebert, uh, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, my parting shot is my new Twitter crack, which is a feed dedicated to otters. It's uh, oh, otter, um, uh, 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 otters. Yeah, it's this is otter underscore news. And then there's also my other, uh, my also crack, which is uh, the hourly fox. So, so are you saying it? it are are you fox. saying if people haven't already seen it, they ought to check it out? They ought to <laughs> check it out. And then there's there's also the um, there's also the hourly fox, where every hour they fox you a cute picture mm-hmm. of a, a cute picture of a fox. Well, there you go. Very nice. Uh, and of course, Mike Check Radio this Sunday, uh, seven to ten yeah, p.m. Yeah, yeah. Eastern. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I'm so yeah. Yeah. Just settle it. Just we'll sell it one more time. D23. News from D23 yeah, uh, and all kinds of other goodness. D23, <laughs> yeah. not Deep 13. That's completely I said, different. I said D23. I, I, I okay. Yeah, I was, I was joking. Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Anything else? Or are you, right. are you good? Uh, 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 well, Destroyer Kurt will be with us, and uh, we're going to have some fun, including right. an interview about Dungeons and Dragons with uh, Joe Manganiello. Oh, that's right. Stephen Colbert uh, as well. So, uh, all right. Very cool. Thank you, Adam. And I appreciate you uh, helping us out this week as well. And uh, Joe Santorsa, of course, welcome back. Uh, and uh, we'll get back into the politics uh, on Tuesday. But I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight. And uh, what's your parting shot? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, by the way, these these are good good idea shows because they give us a little depth to the people that we're working with here. True. That's that, that's a great that's a great way to learn pe- about people. Uh, are are you saying it's a good way to uh, I don't know what, what would you say? Uh, getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. If I could sing, that's what I would sing. Sure. But anyway, my parting shot is this: Get well, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg who was treated for a cancerous tumor on her pancreas successfully. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is no uh, trace of any disease in her body other than what they treated. It was successfully treated, but her precarious health brings to mind people, we got to get the Senate back. (laughs) Okay. Because we're on borrowed time here, Uh, but get well soon justice ginsburg rbj she our thoughts and prayers <laughs> we really need them yeah for anybody that prays or that has thoughts or or, or michelle or, organs that you want to donate <laughs> hell yeah she can have every she yeah. can have everything but all you conservatives out there salivating over this grow up what have we no, learned I, from, I, what have we learned from tonight's show don't eat organs donate them yeah so donate them and uh, and and to to your point though to to your point Joe, amen, amen. Sorry, that guy. Hell really, yeah, yeah. Love that lady. Absolutely. Yes. So, 
All right. Um, anything else? Because uh, we, we got to get running uh, for the Lunatic uh, Parade. Let's get to the parade. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, uh, check out the Lunatic Parade, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Kurt and Trent, for joining us this week. And uh, I hope we do you justice. And again, sorry for whatever the hell happened to our website this morning. Oops, excuse me, this morning. That was nonsense. Trying to get to the bottom of it, but it looks like things have been solved. We will monitor the situation. We will. We will. So, all right. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And Heather, you got to call next week when that package arrives. Oh, boy. It's going to be a doozy. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! That's it! Woo! Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Getting to like you, getting to hold you like me. Hello, Wildcats.